Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the PC Master Race podcast. My name is John. My name is Dakota. And my name is Jones. And this is going to be episode 57, PC Product Gimmicks. Ooh. And kind of wanted to do this topic because we know there's a lot of stuff out there in the PC world. And we're, we know there's a lot of new people that come in and see all these crazy things. And we're kind mm-hmm. of hoping going over this topic might help with some of those questions that you might have. Even people who have been in this in PC world for a while and thinking about buying certain things yeah. will probably bring up some stuff here that you recognize. There's so and, many stickers yeah. on products, and it's <laughs> super confusing. Bas- and I mean, that's, like that's the way it is for everything. Like know? clarification, basically. Yeah, and, and in, like in our world, that's what products do at the grocery store, literally everywhere. Like they, they throw yeah. this stuff on there, you know, to try and make you buy things. So we're going to go over some stuff. First, we have some... Uh, a community event that Josh is going to go over. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the only thing we want to talk about, well, two things we want to talk about. First off, I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, we've had a like really successful Patreon launch that uh, started. <laughs> yeah, it's very successful Patreon launch. We actually hit our first goal on day one. So just wasn't like, within like a couple hours. Like it was really fast. Yeah, it was. It was like within yeah. the first half of the day, pretty much. So huge shout out to all the Patreon supporters. Much appreciated. Thank you, everybody. Um, yeah, yeah thank you so basically with our first goal being unlocked what we are planning to do is a like a discord slash youtube uh community event where we're live streaming it and we're going to do some kind of like game show type of game we already have it in mind but we don't really want to give away too much because we want you guys to show up so tentatively <laughs> tentatively uh we are planning to do this on february the 20th which is a saturday and it'll probably be saturday night probably yes. prime time like seven seven to eight o'clock p.m you most likely central time because that's the time that two out of three of us are in uh so you can look forward to that uh as we get more of the details kinked out for sure we'll know by next week and we'll announce on the show but uh keep track of the discord is the best place because realistically if you want to participate or watch uh all the info is going to be on the discord it's pretty much our main outlet and if you need to find our discord it is uh in the description of every single i think every platform yeah i think every platform picks up our uh the discord link in our description Click mm-hmm. on that. It should give you an invite to our Discord. If not, go to PCMRCast.com. Scroll down to where the Discord icon is. Click on that. That's definitely an invite. Yeah. So just <laughs> just another clarification. I know we've said this multiple times before. The only way to get onto our Discord is either through our show notes or through the website. If you Google search uh, PCMR Discord, you're going to find the main subreddit, huge, massive Discord with probably hundreds of thousands of people in it that is not us we are not that popular <laughs> not not even close um ours you know has a little bit of 100 people in it so if you join a small discord and people actually say welcome to you you're most likely in the right place yeah exactly so i think that's our the, the yeah that's the pretty, events. that's pretty um, much it for the community events you can go yeah into- so we'll go into what we've been playing uh josh what have you been playing okay so um i'm gonna do this as spoiler free as possible so i beat zelda the minish cap today and i know people are like hey didn't you just start that a week ago no i did not super- <laughs> no i did not super grind it uh i've been playing it off and on for about two weeks it's a fairly short game um there wasn't any really good way to keep track of the time in the game because there's no in-game timer and i kind of just played it off and on 
Um, I would say it probably took me around 15 hours or so to beat. Somewhere around that would probably be pretty, pretty that generous. That seems like a lot. Were you doing it's, a lot of the side activities? No, I, I skipped like a bunch of side stuff. It, it seems like a lot, but that's the average time to beat. So that's kind of what I'm going off of. Oh, nice. Okay. And wow. yeah, so okay. and I think it's one of those games that um, it didn't feel like 15 hours, right? Like I enjoyed I definitely enjoyed the game. And I'm trying to do this. Obviously, I know that a lot of people heard this last week and there's a lot of people are just now starting to play it. So I'm trying not to spoil anything. It's, it's basically your typical Zelda game. You have to go through dungeons, fight bosses. You know, there's a big bad guy at the end. You have to fight him. Um, there are a lot of like gimmicks in the game. I know we're, our topic is gimmicks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Um, nice. But, yeah. But the the gimmicks for being a Game Boy Advance game and a Zelda game are pretty cool. Like one of the first items you get in the game is like a vacuum cleaner, basically, where you can like suck up stuff like you can suck up pots. And then um, like some enemies have like a hard shell on them, like a turtle shell. and You can like suck it off them, like shoot it back at them and kill them. So uh, there's definitely some cool mechanics like you shrink yourself down to like four pixels and then you like blow yourself back up. Anyways, there's a lot of stuff going on in this game. There is a lot of there is a lot of content in this game. I was reading that if you want a hundred percent, like hundred, hundred percent, it it's like twenty seven to thirty hours. Wow! Yeah, for a Game Boy yes. game, that for seems Game like Boy, it's for very a Game Boy long. game, that's pretty intense. I mean, it depends on the type of game. For a Zelda game, that seems like fairly long for the for the uh, for the time. But I mean, I on Game Boy Advance, I used to play Final Fantasy Tactics, and I okay, easily I. I sank 300 hours into that. <laughs> oh my you know, God. And it, like Golden Sun and stuff. The Golden Sun series was yeah. super long. So and, yeah, there, he, there were some, but I, I could see how Zelda could get to be. That's a long, that's 15 hours is a long time 15, for a Zelda game. I, I was, like. I'll just say this, like at the end of the game, I was happy I was done. Like it was a good experience overall and I'm glad I played it, but I was ready to be done at the end because okay. yeah. there's a difference between playing like a Final Fantasy or JRPG where your characters are like progressively getting stronger and stronger and stronger where you're playing you're playing Zelda and you're running around as Link and you're like oh cool I have the same sword the entire game everything's getting yeah. harder and I'm not really getting stronger I'm just getting like different ways to fight enemies yeah you know yeah I'm not really like yeah. getting better they're getting better and I'm just sort of getting worse <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the game is really good. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm sure we'll be talking about it in the next couple of weeks on the Discord. We have our own like Zelda Final Fantasy Endurance Run chat channel that we talk about stuff in there. Um, but yeah, really good game. I don't. If I had to give it a rating, I'd probably give it like an eight out of ten. Like this solid, nice. solid that's actually, game. That's pretty high. Yeah. yeah, and I mean it was a, it was a fun game, and I enjoyed playing it, and I definitely enjoyed playing it on PC. If I had to play it on Game Boy right now, I'd get a way worse rating. I was but, just about to say, really? if you're wondering why we're talking about a Zelda game, it's because we're emulating it, because you can do yeah. that on PC. For a couple of different reasons. One, because emulating anything on PC is usually just better for the most part. Yeah. Um, but two, you gotta think about it. On a on a Game Boy Advance, you're playing on a little tiny screen, right? You're yeah. playing like four hundred by your 420 by like 300 resolution or something like tiny. Whereas yeah. like on my computer, I'm playing at 1080 60 FPS as like a Game Boy Advance game. I can save it whenever I want. I can load a save state. I can. It's it's just so much more quality of life. And you can fast forward through the boring parts. Like if you're running across the map, you can just turn it like eight times speed and like zoom across the map. Yeah. So so there's definitely a lot more perks of playing it on PC for sure. Yes. yes. But but yeah, definitely a really good game worth checking out. Like, I mean, uh, and like we said before, if you 
if you've never used emulators or anything like that, anything like that before, that we have a whole YouTube video that Gordog made. That's like an 18 minute video of like how to like from basically noob to pro in 18 minutes of how to use an <laughs> emulator. So yeah, what have you been playing, John? Um, other than League of Legends, like I always play, I've been playing. So I had actually downloaded Super Hot, the Mind Control Delete, which is the second one. Mm-hmm. Or I guess maybe the third. I don't know if it's it the second, second one. Year. It's the okay. second one. So, uh, I've been playing that, and I had already beat the first one years ago when that came out, but. I am very frustrated with this game because it's way too long. Mm-hmm. There's there's too many levels in the game. It's it's I must have played a couple hundred, maybe it, I've had to done at least three four hundred levels in this game. What really? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's, there's a lot, a lot, and mm-hmm. it pretty much you play like at least ten levels per like they're like called nodes, and you yeah. just do that, and then you go to the next one, and do another ten levels. You go to the next one, do another ten. You get You gotta think. Then, most super hot levels are like. 10 seconds long no like, they're they're like they're like 30 to 40 30 to minute long no i'm saying like seconds. i know like when you start like you're killing like two or three guys and then it gets harder and harder and harder well and the problem is like when you start playing you're like man this is so much fun this is it's a, such a cool idea mm-hmm. it's unique it's yeah. it's awesome but then once you play a couple hundred levels you're like this is really boring <laughs> and i don't want to play this anymore <laughs> and i might have exaggerated a little bit on the main, as many levels but i've played a lot like mm-hmm. a lot of them and you you get like the the thing that I don't think they did in the first one, but you unlock abilities. Like for instance, I can start the level with the katana, and then mm. you get like yeah, about, you, you get like five or six abilities by the end of each page of levels. Yeah, and so like my favorite is like I'll get fast movement speed, fast melee weapon speed, starting with the katana, and then like the, I can also get like bullets will be super slow when they get right next to you, so I can dodge around them, and I move so fast I can usually just run through the level and hit everybody without getting hit, mm. and. But now, and do you also do you also get the uh, the soundtrack that goes now now yeah. from no, Kill Bill the Kill, the Kill Bill music <laughs> oh the Kill Bill music <laughs> <laughs> um but it's gotten to where I'm at the end of the game and I don't know how to beat it because it says like I just don't have enough whenever I try to click on the ends I don't know what that means so I just I have levels to beat still so I'm just gonna beat the <laughs> levels and it's kind of gotten to the point where I kind of try to beat one level a day and I gotcha. It's pushing me because I I have to beat it. I need to beat it so I don't have to play it ever again. But I, I don't know how much longer. I, it's it's rough and it's starting to really frustrate me. And you, so there's just like I said, there's a page of levels and there's mm-hmm. like ten or twelve of them or whatever on this thing. And if you're on twelve and you screw up and die, you have to do every single one of them all Oof. over again. Ooh no! And no, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, that's and awful. And that's. That's like one node you have to beat to move on to the next spot. So if you screw up, you just do the entire thing all over again. Me no like and that. I don't like it either, and it's really frustrating. <laughs> That's and, called bad game design. And well, sometimes you'll, you'll start yeah. a level, and there's two guys with guns in front of you, and they start shooting at you immediately, and you're like, whoa. And you get shot, and you're like, cool, there goes one of my lives. So you get like, I start with like three hearts instead of two. So like you, you automatically sometimes lose a hell. I just kill myself. It's like I might as well just give up. And each time you get like an upgrade, every two or three levels, you can get pick an upgrade. And most of the time, sometimes I do so bad, I just have to heal myself every time. If you mm-hmm. if you lose most of your hearts, you can just heal yourself instead of getting a power. Mm-hmm. And I've had to do that where I've just healed myself, healed myself, healed myself because yeah. you get hit and just something happens. And then they're also they also had special enemies. So there's like a dog guy and you can't kill them. You can't kill a special enemy. So you just have to run away from them. And mm-hmm. 
That least seems I so had... counterintuitive to their yeah. actual gameplay. Well, whenever I read the reviews, people are like, I hate the dog guy. I hate the dog. Because <laughs> they added a dog man who just like charges at you. like and He just like, ping, like teleports at you. So you just have to run away. They added a, a uh, samurai guy who throws his katana at you and it comes back to him. Lightsaber and throw, they, dude? Nice. Yeah, and then they added a weird face guy who switches places with you. That one's not oh, hard. That one's an easy one. But you can't kill them. And so when Dogman and, and Katana Guy comes up, I just have to run away from them hmm. and kill people and try to end the level as fast as I can. Anyway, so I've been playing that. I'm trying to beat it. I'm at the very end of the game. So hopefully I finish it and don't have to play it anymore. But... Is that <sighs> one one thing I want to ask both of you guys, because I know Dakota didn't have anything to say for this topic. Have you gotten to the point, maybe maybe because, well, I know John and I are getting older. Dakota's not that old yet. <laughs> we're, all slow, we're all slowly getting older. Have you gotten to the point now where you play a game, and if you're playing a game to beat it, where, like, for me, most of the time when I'm playing a game, I, I guess it's been a little while since I've played a game. I'm like, oh, I enjoyed that, like, start to finish, and I kind of want to play more. Versus now, by the time, like, I know I'm getting close to the end of the game, I'm like, I just want this to be over, yes. so I don't have to play anymore. That's exactly how I Because I don't. If I get, if I'm, yeah. Well, and, and like, with Super Hot, I enjoyed the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. It's just, <clears throat> they they just, you do the same thing over and over again. They yeah. just beat the same idea into you over and over, and they don't change anything other than give the you level. some new powers. Yeah. They give you new powers, and some of them are stupid. And then uh, they add new enemies, and that's it. I feel like for me, I think when I, especially like with Zelda, like that's a good, good thing for me. Cause like when I started the game, I was like really hyped. I was like, maybe it's cause it's been a really yeah. long time since I've played a Zelda game. And I'm like, oh man, this game is actually feels really good. The gameplay is really good. Like the puzzles and stuff are cool. The, you know, like the boss design, like the music, like everything's like really like perfect top-notch. Zelda, top notch Zelda game, especially for a Game Boy game. And it plays really good on PC. But now, like, I felt like there was a little bit of drag towards the middle because there's the middle is like a really I mean, in this game, it's really long. It feels like really drawn out for the dungeons because, you know, most times when you play a Zelda game, they're like, okay, you go to like three dungeons in the beginning and then you go to like six or seven dungeons later on and then you fight the last guy. Whereas this is like there's four dungeons and then you and then you go to the boss area. So it's like those four areas are like really long and drawn out dungeons because they they basically smushed, you know, nine or ten dungeons into four dungeons. So it just seems like they're a lot more longer for just for longevity's sake, maybe. I mean, it yeah, made sense yeah. in the grand scheme, but they just like, I don't know, maybe they're limited to the Game Boy and stuff. I don't know if it's us getting older or we're like conditioned now for immediate responsive and good pacing yeah. because we've experienced yeah. by now, you know, we've all experienced really well paced games Mm-hmm. and really well-paced media in general, like movies and TV yeah. shows, that when we get some to something that's boring <clears throat> or something that's like a struggle to get mm-hmm. through, we immediately just go, oh, this game is bad, or I'm getting too old and I'm bored yeah. of this. I don't yeah. know which one it is. And it may be a little bit of both, too. Both. You know, because yeah. especially with you, Jones, I know like once <laughs> something frustrates you, you're immediately you're triggered and you're just like, nah, I don't want to play this ever again. Yeah, so, I think... I think it's kind think, of a little bit of both, especially because like Netflix with like just dumping episodes and allowing you to binge, yeah. mm-hmm. it's conditioned us to just have like an immediate response of, I just want to consume everything. In- instant gratification. <clears throat> exactly. So if mm-hmm. we don't get that and we have to work for it, we're not used to that. Yeah. I'm. Well, I mean, I used to, but we used to be, right? 
We like, used I think to be, we used but we to be, haven't but, for a long but we've time. Had, but we've, but now, I mean, nowadays, like with phones and internet and everything, like we have everything at our fingertips, like at any point, right? Yes. It's just yeah. like, hey, whenever you're a kid and you go to freaking Blockbuster and you run a game, you're like, <laughs> I'm only going to play this game for the next week. Versus exactly. now, you're like, I have thousands of games. I have nothing to play. And you're like, you're so yep. full. Like you would have your little kid version of you would have like kicked you in the shins and like spit in your hair. And like exactly <laughs> using that analogy, though, back in the day, you pick up a game. That's the only thing you had. So that's the only thing you played. Mm-hmm. Now, if you play a game and it, it annoys you in some way, you're like, I have thousands of other games to play. Why am I wasting my time with this one? Yeah, exactly. So I think that also eats away at the back of our heads, too. Yeah. And maybe I, yeah, it's just us means- three because like I, there's a ton of people in the discord who just pound through games. You know, mm-hmm. Hellfire, he like picks a game and he just like runs through it completely you know so maybe it's just us maybe we're weird maybe (laughs) (laughs) i think i think i've definitely gotten to where i'm more nitpicky because it's it's the same way when i go to the movie theaters i walk out of the movie theaters unhappy more than i do happy now (laughs) yeah well i mean i am i am super critical when i watch movies and i think i feel the same way about video games now when you you go and see uh suicide squad and then the past star wars games you know it's kind of hard not to be depressed yeah well i mean like when i when i walked out of the last jedi i was pissed well i actually i actually i i thought the movie was good as a cinematic like it was cool flashy there was cool stuff in the movie and then and then i realized and i watched i know you guys give me crap i watched the angry Angry joe Joe. thing and and they (laughs) they like picked apart literally like every scene and i was like holy cow what did they do to star wars yeah what did they do what did they do to my boy yeah and and anyway that's movies but even with games like I can go, and you can even use Star Wars. We talk about Star Wars all the time. Like you can sit there and be like, "Man, why did they do this?" Like, yeah. like Fallen Order. Why can I not cut stuff in half with a lightsaber? Yeah, I don't. Ca- I don't care well, if kids are going to play the game. Saber like, resistant we- skin. <laughs> Force resistant. That's yeah. Well, anyway, well, I was just going to say too. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's because like gotten older, like specifically. But I think that. I have a lot of patience when it comes to some things, but maybe because I've been gaming for so long, when I start noticing patterns and noticing like repetition or like, oh, they like made this dungeon like four more screens just to like fill in time, basically, then it like that's that's that's, pacing issues. yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I would even say that even more recently, like most stuff I've played, I think you're more right. Like I'm so used to like, like now, 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 now I have everything like you know more fast-paced stuff that i'm like oh this is like taking forever when i've been playing for like an hour and it's not actually taking forever (laughs) you know what i mean it's just yeah it's just but it's weird because i i played like we were talking about last episode i played classic wow and i played Mm -hmm. seven hours to get to level 10 and then i played retail wow and i played 30 minutes and i was level 10 and it was like almost instant whereas like i felt more accomplished playing the old way than i did the new way but I had more fun the new way just because it's like almost instant gratification, I guess is really what the yeah. word is. It's just it's so weird how we like flip flop throughout like, the years. So we have our brains have evolved throughout the years of <laughs> that is a great analogy, though, like the wow example mm-hmm. you gave. I I love to explore that further at some point. I don't mm-hmm. know if we could do like a, uh, a, a an old man gamer episode or oh. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my brain has devolved is what has yeah. happened. What happens when your brain is mush? <laughs> well, you're, right. you're Jones, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we get into the topic? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, we're going to talk about some gimmicks. 
And the first one we're going to talk about is probably the biggest one in all of our opinions. I think we all kind of agreed a little bit on second biggest. Second, okay, second biggest. Yeah, I guess what I mean is like it's one that everybody's seen. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's it's the most prevalent currently because it's a recent development in like technology. Yeah. So it is VR ready. If you see anything that's labeled or says VR ready, that is a gimmick on a PC (laughs) because and Dakota can kind of talk about the specs, but. All you need is the right hardware. It doesn't. Yes. It's not some program that you install or is pre-installed on anything. If you see a motherboard that says it's VR ready, <laughs> that is not a thing. It doesn't exist. Motherboards have nothing to do yeah. with whether or not it's VR ready. Other than the fact, I think I saw something. It had to have. It has a certain like USB, but everything has those now. It's like right. USB three point but yeah. everything has USB three point now. Yeah. Um. I promise you, as someone that has played VR, <laughs> you don't have to have some crazy strong computer to do it. Because, and Dakota said this a little bit ago, the resolution on VR headsets is not that good. Yeah, yeah we it's were talking about it earlier. Surprisingly, yeah. but it, it's not terrible, but it's not It's not like... Now, I had an Oculus Quest 2, mm-hmm. which I know the Valve Index is probably better. It is better. It's it does high have resolution. Better, but it's not like this 4K screen. It's, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what the resolution was anymore. I think, and I, I don't want to get this wrong, but I, I probably will. I think the Oculus is, I think it's 1200 resolutions and it's, it, they're, they're right. weird resolutions because I think technically they put like uh, more vertical screens for mm-hmm. each eye. So each one has mm. their own display. Um, <clears throat> so the resolutions are really weird. I think it's like 1200 ish, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. like 1200 P. And then yep. the Oculus ones are like 1440 P I think the, and it doesn't and it's not like 2560 by 1440 it's like its own weird resolution yeah and something I think about too the Oculus Quest Quest <laughs> the Oculus Quest 2 runs off its own system yeah that is yeah. a standalone system if that thing can run its own, its own thing your computer yep. can probably run it too <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying and yeah. the Quest 2 ran pretty well by itself it yeah. did yeah. it actually ran really well and uh like uh I, I put on here, you know, I had a set ten. I have a ten seventy Ti. It ran fine. I had no mm-hmm. issues, other than the fact that it's. I kind of still think VR is, needs work. Yeah, well, it does oh, for, for sure. Because I, I even had the headset on, and I think we talked about this before, but like I had to have it on just right, or the screen was blurry, and things yeah. like that. But if you see anything with VR ready on it, just know that that is just a sales tactic to get you to buy something that may or may not actually mean anything or have anything to do with it, other than. You know, you just need certain hardware, which you can easily look up and find out what you need to have. Well, yeah, it's and it's funny because you'll find like off brand, like Chinese, like hardware peripherals <laughs> and stuff. You find like a keyboard and mouse combo and I'm like VR ready. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't even well, use that. Like, and that's what I'm saying. There's motherboards that are that have VR ready on them. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've and seen it's like that has nothing to v- do with it. VR ready is like the gluten free of like PC, <laughs> PC marketing. I, would, I mean, I would comfortably say. And correct me if I'm wrong, that if you build a PC right now, chances are it's going to run VR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, especially if with you the buy modern it, hardware, like hardware. If you buy last, all like, new parts th- right now, oh, yeah. it will it will most likely be VR ready. And not even like breaking the bank PC build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to run it. Yeah. Um, so VR ready back in the day, the the sticker that was put on the box for equipment, like when VR was new around like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. actually meant something because yeah. VR was pretty intensive back then because yeah. <clears throat> it was new technology. We didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't have any optimizations for it. Since then, uh, VR ready 
the the like sticker for it mm-hmm. has just gone completely out the window because we've gotten so good at like different tactics for for rendering uh vr like uh visuals so like one of the things with pascal gpus is that it will cut off the edges of the image so mm-hmm. that it's more of like a circle image because you don't really see when you're yeah. looking at the displays you don't really see the the corners, corners. of the displays yeah so it like cuts off the pixels there so it doesn't have to render them so like that's like a technique that it uses to help you know get more performance out of your parts so yeah we've we've gotten so far technology has gotten so good gpus have gotten better technology has gotten better headsets are coming with like lower resolution screens than we had like when the valve index first came out stuff Mm -hmm. like that um that like that vr tag means nothing you see it on power supplies and like yeah. <laughs> a power supply does nothing well, other I, than like provide power. <laughs> I think when I bought my 1070, I remember stuff being VR, and I I believe I was like, oh cool, it does, it is VR ready, neat. Like, yeah, it can so go. I'm, I'm sorry, well, Pascal GPUs were the uh, 10 series GPUs, so the 1070 yeah. Ti was a Pascal yeah. GPU. Yeah, and I didn't, and I had no clue. I just didn't know because VR was still kind of yeah, like super, you said, it was still new. Same. Yeah, that was when it was kind of blooming because before it was. It was like, and it kind of still is. I, yeah. you know, I've played VR. There, it's still building and still kind of blooming. And but before it was just like a couple of gallery shooters or something. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Yeah. And but anyway, we've got more. Really... We've got more games, and like the the requirements for VR, like what you need to be VR ready, is per game. Just like playing a n- normal game on PC, yeah. you get yeah. you got to look at the specs it requires, and then that will tell you basically how well you'll play the game. Hey, just say so you no. Know, I my, would. My RAM is VR ready. <laughs> yeah and my hard drive i would is. say um like i've said before with vr stuff just to throw it in there just know that it's it's it is in itself its own kind of niche to, in my opinion yeah oh, so yeah. just be careful just be careful when you buy it i would advise buying it from amazon because you can return it like i did i just wasn't my thing <laughs> i'm just saying like and there's yeah. people in our yeah. discord yeah. that love it and they play it all the time it's just definitely i also got a little sick when i played it so yeah. if you get motion sick just be ready for that yeah um so the next thing on our list is audio boosted motherboards. Now this one's sort of kind of a gimmick. It kind of is, kind of isn't. To me, as someone that owns a t- kind of an audiophile headset in a way, mm-hmm. it's a gaming kind of audiophile headset that has to it's have an a, entry level like yeah, yeah. it's an entry level headset. headset. But yeah. but headset, it needs yeah. it needs an amp. Yeah yeah. I I would have trouble using this with an audio boosted motherboard. It just wouldn't have the effect of having the actual amp so the only reason i we kind of talked about this one a little bit the biggest reason we put this on here is don't get confused with an audio boosted motherboard and an actual audio card or our sound card or an amp because that's not the same thing it's not going to yeah. do as much it's not going to give you the boosted audio it might give you a little bit but it's definitely not don't go buying like a um uh sennheiser uh you know like super high expensive headset, headset. High, and then yeah, expect high, to plug it in and have it, it sound like amazing Exactly, because it's just it's just not going to make it. Um, so just be wary. Like I think it's a lot of MSI motherboards that have these, um, but it is. I believe Audio Boost is technically like a brand under somebody, but like for the most part, when they point out like how good their motherboard audio is, basically it, it just means that there's like a separate chipset on the motherboard that handles audio, and yeah. the wiring for the audio signals is as separated from the rest of the electrical signaling as possible because back in the day on motherboards <clears throat> the uh well for one motherboards back in the day didn't come with audio ports on the back you had to get a sound card but when they did put it on the motherboard 
it was really close to other electrical wiring. So you would get like interference and yeah, static. EMI, stuff like that. And... Yeah. So it's yeah. basically like it, it's a, a uh, feature that has stayed branding for products way past like its actual <laughs> need. It, really, it has little to no impact on most it, people. Yeah. And I mean, it. It is what it is. It's just it's just one of those things. Don't be like, oh, cool, audio boosters. I'm going to have some sick audio. It, it might help a little bit. Right. And really, like it, like I said, with these with these expensive headsets, you have to have an amp or a DAC or a sound card. And I think we're and I mean, that just is what it is, unfortunately. And DACs and, and these things are expensive. You're not going to get yeah. $150 motherboard and have the same audio quality as someone that has an amp. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's just not going to happen. That's a good point, too. Don't don't buy a high-end headset and expect that, like, your motherboard is going to be able to run it. Like, if you're buying a high-end headset, you're probably going to be buying the rest of the equipment to run it. So, so, I know my headset was $250, and I think if I... And it comes with a DAC, because it's a Steel Series. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I think the DAC by itself is, like, $100. Oh, okay. Wow. It's expensive. It is not cheap. That's so funny, dude. I, your headset is like almost as expensive as an Xbox yeah, Series. And I S. could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I looked it up <laughs> and it was I mean it was a lot. And yeah. for a headset. When I, when I was researching headsets and I was like, oh, crap, because I have had bought that other headset, the one the Audio Technica one, I think is what it was. Yeah. And I it didn't work because I didn't have an amp. It sounded it I could barely hear oh, anything yeah. on it. It was super quiet. And I was an expensive headset too. Yeah. And I, I couldn't hear anything. That was a three hundred dollar headset? It was like two fifty, three hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, this thing sucks. Like, it's, I can't hear anything. And then I found out, I was like, oh, I have to have an amp because it doesn't work without yeah. an amp. And the amp was like 100 bucks. So I was like, well, I'm going to return this and buy this headset instead because <laughs> I can't just keep on blowing money for, I think it was a $300 headset. Yeah. Um, I can't just blow another 100 I can't spend $400 in a headset for gaming because honestly, in the end of the day, it probably isn't going to sound crazy anyway. And this headset sounds great, but um audio audio can kind of only go so far exactly. with the equipment you have yeah so and yeah. if you're if you plan on playing games or like watching movies like uh i don't know how much our headsets i believe were like a hundred dollars <throat> honestly you'd probably be okay with like a 60 to 70 dollar headset as like a really good headset oh yeah for like audio quality you know that's and that's really all you need because to go the the next level above that you need to invest a lot of money. Yeah, and I kind of dipped my my toes into that, and yeah, it's a lot because yeah. re- real audiophile headsets are super expensive. They're not so, cheap, and it's and, like everything that is around it as well, like all of the other equipment you need, and like you and, just get into so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's like audio boosted motherboards. Um. Just be careful. Don't. I wouldn't buy one specifically for that. It's just a, it's yeah. just a thing. Yeah. Uh, the next one we have is it's uh, I wrote it as crazy pictures, names, and misleading marketing. So we've all seen <laughs> we've all gone to the store and seen the graphics card with like like crazy characters and like it's called like Demon Slayer, <laughs> blah blah blah, or whatever. Three D Voodoo FX. Oh wait, they, yeah, they've got like crazy monsters on it mm-hmm. or like sexy chicks on there, and yeah. you're like, Ooh, hello, and <laughs> Warcraft edition. Yeah, Warcraft edition, blah so, blah blah. So basically, every Razer product, exactly. <laughs> um, and even like we were talking about too, like the Yeti, like Yeti and Blue, they're famous for like, would you say, um, uh, they have a Warcraft one, they have a, uh, they had a PUBG one, they had PUBG a Assassin's one, Creed right. one, they, they had have a Fortnite like, one. Yeah, 
I, I'm so sorry. If you like, if, if, if you're if you want your, go sorry, ahead. no, go ahead. <laughs> so if you want your, <laughs> oh, that's gonna sound so bad. Uh, so if you want your base to be gold, get the Warcraft one. If you want it to be purple with a, a pinata on it, get the Fortnite one. And then, <laughs> you know, I was I was just gonna say that uh, whenever you listen to this part, Carson, I want you to feel personally attacked that I called out Razor <laughs> like that. <laughs> Everybody that uses, oh, you don't have a like a ultra chromatic transmogrified black demon widow slayer mechanical keyboard mouse webcam. <laughs> it's like with all the RGB, sixteen point four thousand bajillion colors. It's like you're never gonna you're gonna use like three colors. <laughs> well, that's also think- like that's the gimmick. Like not just Razor, but like Alienware was notorious for that. I think uh, that's how Alienware, oh, Alienware got, still think, does this. Stuff. I think that's how Alienware even got popular because I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like back in the day when I saw Alienware, I was like, they were like pretty first to the market, kind of like for high end. Well, high end because they charged a ton, but high end <laughs> yeah. like PCs that looked cool, right? And they're yeah. like oh, Area yeah, they Fifty One with a, like little alien head, dude. You're like, oh sweet, this like this looks legit. Like that's they what, had dope branding back in the day. This oh, is yeah. what this is what boomers saw whenever they're like, this is what kids want. <laughs> well, I know like yeah. before gaming I, PC, right? Before you could go on Amazon and buy every case known to existence, like you would see you would see Alienware. You're like, that is the coolest looking computer I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. and and they are still really cool. Like they the are case cool. designs they come up with are really cool until you open it up and you're like, oh, this is a Dell. I, <laughs> I bought a Dell, <laughs> dude. You're getting a Dell. Yeah, <laughs> but and then you get and you get the little alien icon instead of a, the Windows Start and or a like, power button. Yeah, yeah, the little alien has the power button. Well, he's saying um, on the Windows they have like an alien. It's like the yeah. Start icon. It's like oh, the Windows yeah. icon. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on someone's computer. I was like, that is so cool, and it means nothing. Mind blown! I can't yeah, believe blue. this exists. I think they hacked it. I, they hacked the computer, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> And I think Dakota, you wrote some stuff on this one about the marketing, right? Yeah. So you put on crazy pictures oh, yeah. and names, and then I like tagged on like misleading marketing because you were you were talking about like the packaging and stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about like, especially with monitors, it's oh, really man. bad with monitors, and so... I understand like why they do it because it's really hard to articulate exactly what happens like in a picture with like what you see on a monitor because it's motion a, a, pic- um, a picture is like, not worth a thousand words when it comes to monitors yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay you go on a website let's just just pick on asus here i'm not calling them out because they're the only ones that do it mm-hmm. they do it and so does everybody else we're watching you go on ASUS. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not ever getting like sponsored by them or whatever no, um fine. so you go on asus's website you go to their monitor section you scroll down you see the difference in refresh rate pictures that they have where they have 60 on one side it's cut down the middle they have 144 hertz on the other side right yeah. 144 hertz is super clear it's like yeah. it's wow. a car like drifting around a corner and then yeah. you look at the 60 hertz side and it's like you have zero zero vision. It's super it's, blurry. You can't see anything. It's like a, the, a it's like Peter Parker, like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's taking like, his glasses off. It's like Atari twenty six hundred ET game versus like Need for Speed. Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah, the, it's the quality blur. in the pictures is like is totally like yeah. false marketing. Like uh, that is not what happens. One forty four p. Yeah, I get it. It's hard to articulate exactly like what the different features of a yeah. monitor have yeah but 
that kind of marketing is really deceptive to somebody who has zero idea what they're looking at. They're like, oh yeah. man, 60 hertz is going to be all blurry. I'm going to get 144 hertz because it's like really clear. It's like my no, Excel spreadsheets are going to look clean at 144 hertz. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's also, it's also funny too, because that's, that's also a type of marketing that's not just towards like gamers and people that know PC hardware, because we know that we're like, we look at that and we just laugh. But a lot of yeah. people, they go look at that. And they're like, oh, if I want a monitor that's clear, I want this 144 hertz because I need right. that when I'm checking my email. Like, you don't need 140 hertz when you're checking your email. You, you right. just don't. Well, I mean, and it that, doesn't do anything. It, with buying stuff like that, it's always a numbers game with people that mm-hmm. don't know exactly. It's like one millisecond's the size of your screen on Amazon. They're like, oh. And then they, yeah. <laughs> like, 144 is bigger than 60. That's what I have to buy. Yeah. And that's how they always do it, especially like ultra, like, when I was researching monitors, there's like ultra super mega wide chocolate edition yeah. monitor compared to ultra <laughs> yeah. mega super high def of you know, and it's like yeah. I don't know what these mean. And it's like uh, it's like And they I, do a really poor job of telling you too. Like if if they if they actually had a true and this is gonna probably be hard to describe like through an audio podcast because I'm like putting my hands up for yeah. you guys on Discord. Um but like if they had two pictures, 60 hertz mm. and 144 hertz right next to each other. Yeah. Basically, what they would have to do to have it be actually true is on the 60 hertz, you would have like, say you take a, a still image of a car drifting, right? Mm-hmm. On the 60 hertz one, you would have, let's say, <clears throat> I don't know, two or three uh, images the of frames. that car, yeah. like the frames, and you would show it like, it would look like it's ghosting, but it's showing you that, oh, it's updating uh every like this is how far the car is updating when it's moving mm-hmm. and then on the 144 hertz side you would have like two to three times the amount of uh cars like uh over oh, top of yeah. each other okay. you know how like yeah. it's stair stepping showing yeah. you motion yeah. of like it yeah. moving from left to right yeah um that would be accurate marketing although it's really hard to convey like what's mm. happening all they need to do though is put in big letters like you see more f- more frames per second on 144 hertz. Well, I well I think that I think the people that know like us and hope like a lot of our audience hopefully after listening to this and our monitor episode are that know are like oh okay I get it but they're they're looking for that silent majority money baby that's what they're going after <laughs> that's 70 percent because these are people that are like running those smoking hot like dell optiplexes with onboard gpus <laughs> and they're like i need 144 dude your computer can't even do 144 hertz on the spreadsheets bro you got onboard well, you got intel hd graphics son. <laughs> now like with monitors they do the same kind of like crazy name plates and like they have like crazy like architecture on them that has like yeah. stuff coming off of them and you're like man that's well, like, you know like some of the asus ones have these giant panels that come off of them yeah which yeah. probably serves some purpose i don't know but well, it's nothing i know i really i would yeah I, I feel like when you're like on amazon or you're on newegg and you're looking up different monitors because they have no rhyme or reason to their names or like like model numbers and all that vg 28 xr 15 yeah it's like awesome it's like you're like i feel like i'm looking at all the different iron man suits and you're like mark one mark two mark three <laughs> i know like mark, asus calls theirs or is it acer or, or asus that calls them like predators that's acer that's acer because yeah. i have an acer okay. they've predator. they have only <laughs> yeah i have a well i have the uh the like i don't even know what this is called. i have the same one version Dakota, of the so. the what yeah but mine's not branded uh, Predator. Mine is. Mine either. is branded Acer. Mine just says Acer. Yeah, I got like the the 
bargain basement like no name acer one mm-hmm. technically version of yours because oh. this is it it is using the same panel as the predator one but it was like a hundred dollars cheaper yes yeah, so i have the same thing it's not a predator but it is a predator when you look at like a model number it's just like the lower end predator it's yeah like, they just it, didn't put they just put the predator nameplate on the back it's like exactly it's like if you saw like the predator <laughs> like the predator movie it's like the half half size it's one. like predator it's like, predator too. never talk to me or my son ever again <laughs> it's like baby predator all right so obviously you know we all see the crazy pictures and stuff the next one we have we kind of argue about this, this one a little this is bit. This a hot take. Not, I, yeah, I don't agree with this. It's, it, well, he of. doesn't, but we kind of felt it was. I know when I was doing the research and stuff, I personally, it's not a gimmick. It's just something. A marketing I, tactic. A marketing tactic, and it's mm-hmm. it's RGB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a hot take. <laughs> and the reason why I put it on here, personally for me, is because I think a lot of people spend money on this, and they don't need it. So it's not technically a gimmick. I do think, and we kind of talked about it some, they do use it as a gimmick for some things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, my personal opinion on it is, and I wrote on here that, you know, Jones and I have our computers underneath our desk. I never look at it except for when I'm walking up to my desk. Mm-hmm. And I actually have, you know, RGB stuff. And cool. like my fans and stuff, I paid nothing for. So they're whatever, because they have, and it just does random colors. I don't have any program or anything, but... <laughs> They throw RGB in our faces on everything. If you go to like yeah. the PC Master Race like uh, uh, subreddit, it's like yeah. my first build, and they have like a thousand dollars of RGB <laughs> in their computer, and like yeah. all the cables are lighting up. They have the little computer screen uh, yeah. CPU cooler, cooler that yeah. shows pictures <laughs> or videos and stuff. And I feel like that is a way to show everything off. Personally, to me, I feel like if you're building a computer and you want to save some money, just cut that crap out. Like you don't need it. Yeah, but that's my opinion. Totally my opinion. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people like to. I don't have a computer desk where I can put my computer up and look at it. Yeah. So to me, to me, it's a gimmicky thing. It's just an extra thing that is flashy. They can make more money off of. Yeah. Well, I know. I know Dakota's. I think John and I are pretty much in the same boat as this. If if I could, if I had the room, I would I would just like run cables and put my desktop like in my closet, and not ever look at it. Like to me, especially someone that records a podcast. And D- Dakota knows this for sure because he has his computer next to his <laughs> mic and gets has has dealt with uh, audio issues for many an episode. As someone for fifty, what episode is this? Fifty seven episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so as someone that has had to deal with like audio issues and and not just because we do a podcast, but like me, well, I'm also a bad example. I have four monitors, so I don't have any room to have a computer up on my desk. <laughs> I rather have screen real estate. That's my whole thing is I yeah. like having lots of like screens to look at. You'd so, rather have screen real estate because it's free real estate. Exactly. It's free real estate. <laughs> I have my computer underneath my desk. I don't ever look at it unless something stops working or I need to like bend over and grunt and plug in a USB and then flip it over <laughs> and it's the wrong, it's the wrong way and then I flip it over. If you don't flip over USB at least twice, like you're playing pc wrong i feel like yeah unless i need to bend, <laughs> bend over and pull my back trying to yeah. like, plug one thing in. i know if that... you if you plug in your usb correctly the first time go out and buy a lottery ticket yeah day. yeah <laughs> i know I, okay this is crazy and i know that people have probably been working this for a long time the technology to not have it like this to not have usb like this i know there's a guy that was working USB-C. on USB C. a us no yeah. Well, yeah, that but like a USB that like moves whenever you plug oh, it in. Oh, yeah. And I, that's probably yeah. a horrible idea. That's just use something else, like use USB-C yeah. or whatever instead. That's just yeah. a bad idea. 
but it was it was a fix for a horrible design anyway yeah exactly <laughs> so as someone that doesn't really look at their computer like i don't have rg my computer it just is backlit right or my my keyboard sorry not my computer my mouse has like a breathing thing where it changes colors but i don't really yeah. i have it's one of those things where it's like i don't really care like i like having nice backgrounds to my desktop and stuff like that as far as rgb anything in my case if if it's three dollars less than not have RGB, then I'll pay the three dollars less and not have RGB. I don't. The yep. cable management is pretty rough in there, so I don't like looking inside of it. <laughs> it's like anytime yeah. I feel it, like I don't know about you guys, but anytime I've built computers for other people, I've spent way more time like making it look nice. Whereas for me, I'm just like slap it in there, boys. <laughs> like what is that? <laughs> what is the meme where he slaps the hood of the car? <laughs> Oh yeah, this, this bad baby. boy can yeah yeah, yeah. This baby can fit like at least four more terabytes. <laughs> yeah, but- I from your guys's perspective, mm-hmm. I agree that is what you should be doing, right? Yeah. If you just want to build build the best bang for buck thing, yeah, don't spend don't like focus on RGB because RGB does usually have a, a tax to it, right? Yeah. Uh, where I think it can actually be a gimmick and not necessarily a personal choice or a budget choice is when you are looking uh, to purchase things on like Amazon where you have a lot yeah. of Chinese. Well, even on like Newegg, when you have a lot of like cheap Chinese products mm-hmm. <clears throat> where it's like a $20 cooler and granted there are good $20 coolers. We have a $20 cooler that is like RGB'd out the butt but it's just a version of like a five dollar cooler with RGB, right? Yeah, and I that's think, a gimmick. Yeah, and I they think, are they are trying to sell the product based on the RGB and how it looks instead of how it performs. Yeah, and I think that's where the the gimmicky part. I I know that John and I yeah. just wanted to put that out there. It's like, hey, we're just saying from our point of view, like as far as buying pretty much anything with RGB, if it's the same price, cool, whatever, throw it in there. That doesn't it doesn't. It doesn't sell it to me. I'm not one of those type of people. It's like, oh, it's ten dollars more for RGB. I'm like, I don't care. I'd rather keep ten dollars and go buy Taco yeah. Bell or something, you know. But, <laughs> but, but what Dakota's saying is correct because we were we were having kind of a debate about this, and then we started looking up RGB products on Amazon, and boy, oh boy, the amount of stuff that's just straight garbage <laughs> that exists. Yeah, there's a lot. That's well, just it, it. It is a selling point. People will see R- RGB and buy and they're just like yeah. oh yeah. cool like i can i can i can afford this or it whatever looks else cool so i'm gonna get it well and when, yeah. in fact you should be spending that 20 dollars on a product that may not look as good but performs way better yeah because you can spend that 20 dollars on the foot cushion under your desk like <laughs> yeah well that, that's the thing too is that like there's sometimes you're like oh well, i could get this rgb and it's 40 dollars or i get this other product it's not rgb it's 40 dollars it's like that pretty much the product that's not RGB and it's forty dollars is probably like you know Logitech or something like a name brand you probably or it's like versus yeah. like Shenzhen product you've never heard of and it's like the mouse may or may not explode I'm not really sure <laughs> but it's gonna look really cool when it does yeah yeah so that's just it's, something to that's, be that's a red that's like honestly this whole episode just gonna be about red flags and what to look out for yeah <laughs> exactly. yeah basically basically so. <laughs> Our next one is anything that's branded gaming, and I was t- we were talking about it before, and it's kind of in the same realm for me as something that's branded as military grade. Yeah, it's yeah, that's it's just something that's thrown on in everything, and it mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and I think Dakota knows more about this. He knows way more. I I was giving this one to him because I I couldn't think of exactly what to say, but there are a lot of things that are branded gaming. 
yeah yeah i mean it, just like you said with military grade it's the same thing with like pc hardware and anything related to pc if it's if it's labeled gaming whatever mm-hmm. it's probably just a marketing tactic it means nothing yeah well it's like oh gamers like this it's like gamers like everything that works i mean yeah. we like and we like computer parts that make sense i don't know and it, and it's, it's the same as like it it's esports mm-hmm. if it says it's like esports sponsored you know why it's esports sponsors because they paid they paid <laughs> right, the they tournament paid money for it <laughs> i mean they paid the tournament for league of legends for them all to use logitech headsets well right. that's not because they're the greatest headsets it's because they made them do it because they paid them money to do it it's like right. somebody's making money off of this deal and it's like oh man like oh you got to get that new mouse that new shroud mouse because shroud uses it no logitech is given that for free yeah (laughs) no logitech asked shroud if they could use his name so they could both make a ton of money and then it's just a logitech mouse with shroud's name on it and they're like and and like sometimes with what you're talking about there yes sometimes it's just like a name use yeah there are some creators that have worked with the company to come up with a custom design it is very rare yeah very (laughs) rare that that happens well, I know one brand that you guys might remember that's very old now and it's not popular. It was Fatality. And Fatality oh, brand them. products were trash. <laughs> they were so <laughs> bad. And I'm not sure who made it. I don't know if it was uh, like SteelSeries or somebody. Like there's some company, but I remember because I used to work retail electronics and that stuff mm-hmm. was like flying off the shelves all the time. Like mice, keyboards, everything's like, oh, Fatality, like the really pro, like pro Quake player, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, he was the first like professional like FPS gamer. It's like, eh, I don't think so. You're the first one that like figured <laughs> out how to like do branding correctly. Branding, you know? exactly. Yeah, and like yeah. they're selling stuff, but I remember also like stuff getting returned constantly because like, oh, this is just a crappy keyboard with someone's name on it. It's like, yeah, yeah exactly. So that's that's one thing with, but gaming as a whole, I, I feel like it's it's been abused. Like the the term gaming gamer, like everything has that you know pc chairs that are just a regular computer chair like cool let's just like make it a different color and slap 150 bucks on it well, call it a gaming we'll make chair. it black and red and then we'll slap gaming on it yeah because everything exactly. that's gamer is black and red for some reason yeah it's we'll, like, so we'll, we'll get to those computer chairs in a little bit here oh do we oh wait we have that sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but as far as like gaming stuff specifically i know we just talked about it, like i mean literally uh, i don't know like razor itself like they actually make products that are basically geared towards gaming people right game yeah. and they gamers. do have good products and they do have they, they do, do have, have good some products. good products right so i'm not i'm not just like hey let's just crap on razor like they do make i mean they they are successful for a reason because they do yeah. make some good products you know and you make money year after year because you have to buy a new mouse every year because it breaks so that's good um, <laughs> um but i think i think gaming in general it's like now because just like we we're saying with the rgb when you go on amazon you type in like gaming mouse it's like oh five dollar mouse hundred dollar mouse like ten dollar mouse it's like everything is just like gamer gaming game anything it's like video games mouse it's like okay i don't like it's just a mouse. <laughs> don't trust anything that says it's a video game the, the mouse, mouse keyboard headset that's definitely from china <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> were insane oh yeah like remember we, we looked up those headset mice keyboard combos yeah and it was like $45 for a keyboard, a mouse, headset, and mouse pad. Uh, and a wireless goodies and a mouse pad. <clears throat> it was wireless mouse too. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. That's it's using a, like It's a great deal. High quality. Highest quality. And the one the keyboard's had a phone mount on it. Oh yeah, we found this. 
we found this what was it we found a keyboard that you could put your phone in it you could put three pens in it because for some reason you have pens sticking out the front of your keyboard what was the other thing that you could put in it as phone three pens uh, and something else i can't I don't remember i don't oh credit card oh yeah your credit card <laughs> for what for what if you're playing madden but it's but, it, <laughs> but for the phone it was like yeah you can get some in-game chat done with your phone readily available so you can talk to your friends yeah oh man it's definitely Yikes. yeah if you ever want to laugh just go search up like gaming bundle or something and you'll see these like on chinese, amazon yeah you'll see these like chinese and like overseas companies that like do like a real bad rough google translate and it's like you can have fun good time with friends and communication it's like okay cool yeah. <laughs> sounds great but those <laughs> actually had sad. like almost five star reviews with, yeah like, i 10, no, reviews yes and that's the crazy thing and i don't understand man hey that's a silent majority i guess that's the crazy thing is whenever we see these products, we're like, oh, this is a, like, who would buy this, right? This is a garbage product. But there's a lot of people that come from console, not just console, but they don't know anything about gaming. And they like, hey, let me get like a gaming headset because everyone said get a gaming headset. They don't know anything about brands. They don't know who Razer is or even Logitech or whatever. And they said, oh, this is like 45 bucks. It's everything I need. Sweet. Like, that'd be awesome. They have, and there's like, I, I know when we looked up, it was like 45 bucks. That's the thing it came with a headset, a gaming headset, quote unquote, keyboard and mouse, RGB, the key and the mouse, uh, a mouse pad, too. That's like RGB as well. It's 45 it bucks. Solid colors only. Yeah. You could switch literally between our uh, red, green and blue. But that's, but that's <laughs> the thing, too, is like if you don't know anything, you're like, oh, this is sweet. It's yeah. like everything I need. And maybe you yeah. don't know that that's like low quality. Maybe you think that, hey, this is, I got a really good deal on a bunch of stuff. And mm-hmm. but. And you go look at the reviews and there's like 8,700 reviews and it has four and a half stars and all the people are like, oh, yeah, this stuff worked. You know, my friends told me that, uh, you know, the mic quality is really good and then it could hear me clearly. And I'm just like, yeah, oh. they said that on that headset. And it yeah. is just I, I actually want to purchase it and see if it's actually good. Yeah, I'm I bet you'd be surprised. I bet she'd be surprised. I, I don't okay, know. That's Maybe coming from you. That is coming from you who buys $5 mice on Amazon. You're like, yeah, it's good enough for League. I'm like, yeah, because you're going to break it in the next week. Hey, well, I know who I am. I'm not I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of what I am. So, yeah, I think the, the only last thing with uh, gaming, uh, one thing that John said, too, is like, hey, when it comes to headsets, like, gaming quote-unquote gaming headsets i know we talked they talked about this with the audio boosted motherboard and stuff it's like be really careful because the term gaming and headset do not go hand in hand together they are really (laughs) really bad every like quote-unquote gaming headset i have like the mic quality is usually pretty poop and the auto quality like okay dakota and i are using sennheiser reasons we look like the droids off of star wars right now um yeah, okay <laughs> roger roger i know we said that joke before but i'm bringing it up again so it's a good um tip. yeah the the audio quality on your headset is very important and i know depending on your situation everything i know my my wife she bought a phillips like audiophile type headset and then bought a mod mic now it it works really well it does not work when we're in the same room together very well because i'm really loud when i talk and i pick myself up on you know I'm like talking into her mic via my voice. But if you're by yourself or you game by yourself, like that is a good option because you can get a much uh, higher quality headset, like headphones that actually sound really good and then just get a mic or, you know, like kind of how like we have, you can get a blue snowball for 40 bucks or a Yeti or whatever you want, you know, think like when instead of just like, oh, I can buy this. 
$150, $200 headset, like think that there are other options when you can get kind of higher quality parts that aren't necessarily together. Now, I know John yeah. has, he's his mic actually sounds really good for a quote-unquote gaming headset. This is the best mic I've ever had. Yeah, that is the best mic on a game. And for the most part, and I've used But you also of- paid $250 for it. Exactly. I sure hope that mic sounds good. <laughs> you know, but yeah, exactly. I threw a couple of dollars in the uh, R&D for... Yeah, mic yeah. On this one. But that's exactly. the, but that's the thing too is like I've spent 150 dollars on a headset and the mic quality has been garbage. Yeah, the headset. Well, I mean, we bought our good. headsets. These are normally 150 dollars, yeah. but we got it on sale on Amazon for mm-hmm. like 100, 110 dollars. Yeah. Like the mic quality is not better than anything I've used before. Yeah, but it's still not as good as I would expect from a 150 dollar quote unquote headset. You know. Yeah, and that's it's, yeah, and it's, like, gaming headsets are notorious for just having crap mic quality yeah. it's like you pay you pay for the name you pay to have good that doesn't mean like hey the sound quality be really good you're paying for like the heads the headphones but they always almost always cheap out on the actual microphone because that's not where they're that's not the market really it's like gaming headsets like i want to be able to i need to be able to hear footsteps i don't really care if people if it sounds like i'm a monkey trapped in a cage yelling at them my teammates on counter-strike <laughs> or whatever but yeah um Go to, go to the so, next thing because I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so the next one is something I just found kind of looking around for stuff. Apparently, there's some motherboards that are listed as Windows compatible. <laughs> All motherboards are Wind- Windows compatible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why that's a thing. It, it, you can put everyone in your computer. I promise it'll work. Um, that one's just real quick. But uh, <laughs> I, I, thought, uh... I thought it was funny. That's actually a thing. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't know where this one came from. Um, like Windows has been around since we've been making motherboards, basically. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know exactly where it came from. Now, like maybe some like high end server stuff mm-hmm. isn't Windows compatible, but I'm sure Windows would try to find drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't, I especially on like gaming motherboards and and from like big name brands too. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it a whole lot on packaging, but it was definitely on packaging in like 2014. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it would have said Windows compatible on those. I don't know either. Uh, no one knows. I, no I mean, one knows that marketing for guy different got fired. versions of Windows, like Windows 8 and 10. Yeah, maybe, maybe. that would kind of like make sense Windows that like 8. oh, there's drivers. Yeah, there's drivers available for these, so it's Windows 10 compatible. Yeah. But like at this point, Windows 10 is like, yeah, it's been out for six years. Yeah, everyone uses anything Windows is going to be compatible with it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a short, sweet one. It, everything can run Windows. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one we have on gaming chairs. So this one, I, I kind of I think we might step on some toes with this one just because I'm sure some people I'm sure a lot of people own these. But uh, so these are things you see a lot, especially if you if you like browse any kind of gaming stuff it pops up on facebook like the um what is it secret labs is one of them secret labs dx racer Um, there's a bunch of them um yeah they'll have like they had a cyberpunk one i was tempted i really was because it was like cool yellow cyber cyberpunk leather chair and then you go click on the thing and you're like okay well it's like two hundred dollars for the lowest quality leather if i throw another hundred dollars i can get the next leather and if i throw another hundred dollars i can get like super ultra leather and then to me, I look at it and it's like, for one, the chair doesn't even look comfortable. It looks like yeah, a, hard, a hard leather chair. That's the thing. Yeah. And I, per- so I'll put this out here before we like get into this too deep. I've never sent one. I'm the yeah. guy I have, 
I have a a computer office chair that I tried out at Office Depot that is for people with back problems. Mm-hmm. So I spent I spent a lot on this chair, but I've also had it for years, and it has special stuff for for lower back pain. Yeah. So it doesn't have like a pillow or whatever. It has a special like attachment on it that pushes on my lower back for mm-hmm. you know support. So, but that's the thing, right? Oh, you get a you get a gaming chair and it includes a pillow for your lower back. You're like, oh, great, it's got lower back support. Like, no, it has a pillow for your lower back support. <laughs> like, that is not genuine back support. And that's why, you know, that gaming chair is like $200, $300. It's, but it's, it's branded as gaming and it looks really cool. It's probably not worth that. Yeah, it probably has some features that are cool on it. But the chair that Jones has and the chair that you have, they're like two or three hundred dollar headset or <laughs> headsets, two or three hundred dollar <laughs> chairs that have actual like lumbar support and like like they're meant for you to sit in them for hours because they're like office chairs. Exactly. Those are actually worth the money because there's science that has gone into making sure that those are comfortable and that they are actually like I don't want it. Would it be considered healthy for you? Healthier healthier for you i guess like like they they actually have a purpose um and like r&d went into them other than like oh designing like the cyberpunk like samurai on the back (laughs) hey we got the cyberpunk license let's push that chair out yeah the license exactly and i know like uh (laughs) stupid like there's just noise going on behind me Um, i know your cat's been running through that all all podcast so much for being the baby's toy um yeah, so like I know one of my biggest things is I want to try this chair before I can actually, what before I buy it. Yeah. So this particular s- chair, especially I said one. Yeah, and this one was, and I sat in it, and I was like, "Cool, this is really comfortable. I can use this," and I would have a very hard time throwing down a couple hundred dollars on something I cannot sit in. I have to specifically rely, which I do this with other things, but I have to rely on what other people are saying. And yeah. I know, so I, I'll bring this up. I have a friend that just got a gaming chair. It's not one of the main brands. I think he said it was like $130 or something. And he kind of wrote me like a little review on it. He he said it had great reclining. It's kind of a racing style. He mm-hmm. actually really likes this chair. And it is a racing style. He said it does, the only negative he had was it was a little stiff. But he thinks that might just because it's new. Might be because it's new. Like the and cushioning is stiff? Yeah, because it's like the same kind of leatherish leather style. Okay. Um, and he said his conclusion would be he he would recommend this chair, and uh, it does sacrifice a little comfort. But he says it has like it's it's sacrificed for a little better posture, which you know those are going to give you good posture mm-hmm. just because of how straight the back is. Yeah, and it has a little extra feature. So I think in his particular case, he got a good a good chair. Mm-hmm. Now. This was also a cheaper chair where if it ended up not working out, it's not as big of a deal to me. Right. And the reason why we put this on here is because if you're blowing like three to four hundred dollars on some leather chair that just says Cyberpunk or League of Legends or it has your favorite esports team on it, you need to be careful because just because it has those things and it says it's like premium leather doesn't mean anything. Yep. And if if you're going to blow a hundred dollars to get upgraded leather, I would definitely know what that is before you buy it. And I would 100 percent try your very best to go try one out before you buy it because yeah that a lot of those are not sold through websites like amazon that have a good return policy a lot of times they're sold specifically from the manufacturer and oh man 
manufacturer return policies are so bad. And I would not want to have to return a chair. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, it's it's kind of considered uh, something that, like, uh, is is used a lot and has a lot of, like, human filth on it, <laughs> like yeah. a chair. So yeah. a lot of times they don't have return policies because it's like, oh, it's a chair. Like, you're going to get your gross little grubby fingers all over it. Yeah. And, like, we can't really take it back and resell it at that point. So you're kind of stuck with it. So, like you said, try your hardest to, like, actually try it out before buying find because a it's a lot of money something it's a it's a lot of money to spend to find out that man this is uncomfortable and i actually need something that supports my lower and back i promise you if you go to home depot or home depot, office depot <laughs> yeah, <it seems, laughs> at, oh, hey home depot might have some chairs probably not probably um, not if you go they have to wooden office chairs depot, <laughs> yeah you can make one lawn chairs um, <laughs> You will find a chair you like. I promise if you go to Office Depot, you will yeah. find a chair you like. It is not that hard and it'll last. And you can spend $100 versus $300 on something that says Cyberpunk. Now, it's not going to look as cool, but I don't sit backwards facing my chair, so I don't look at it. It's just... Exactly. Uh, it's It just is what it is. And if and I would rather go pick something out myself and know that it's going to work and just buy it from the store and take it home than, than do that. Uh, Yeah, it's... uh. I got my first like actual comfortable chair from I think it was Staples, I think. Uh it was like an actual office chair, like an executive office chair or whatever. I spent a little bit too much money on it. It was like a couple <laughs> hundred dollars though. Mm-hmm. But I sat in it and it was really comfortable and I really liked it and it was great for like 5 years. But then the leather started tearing away on it cuz it was mm-hmm. like yeah. fake leather or whatever. Um but I got like five years out of that and I had no comfort issues at all. Hmm. So it's really, you got to be really careful with chairs and highly, highly recommend trying it before buying it. Well, before you guys move off this topic, sorry, my, uh, if you notice, I haven't gone for the past few minutes. My mother-in-law just showed up at my house. So I had to go oh, run what? outside oh, and nice. unload her car. <laughs> so yeah, oh, so I'm back God. now. Um, one thing before we move on from chairs, I do want to bring this up. Uh, something I wanted to bring up. So I bought a right now. I have a a Steelcase Leap V1, and if you're like, "What the heck does that mean?" Is it like Iron Man suit? Oh, I said that joke earlier. I'm saying it again. Um, <laughs> kind of. So technically, this chair, brand new, is like twelve hundred dollars, right? So this chair that I'm sitting in right now is almost twenty years old, and it feels like I'm sitting in a chair that's basically brand new. Um, so I paid, I want to say sometime, I want to say either let like early last year, like pre COVID or like, I think you got it. Yeah. You got it pre COVID. It was two or three years ago. Yeah. So it was like 2019 or like basically like maybe a year and a half ago, but this thing is heavy duty. Like this thing is like steel. This thing weighs like 60 pounds. That's a, you told me when you got it off your truck, it was like, yeah. But <laughs> but uh, it's crazy because I bought this chair and I had, like did a bunch of research about like because I was like I, I want a new chair because the chair I had kind of sucked and I bought it like Ikea and even when I bought Ikea it was like a $200 chair and it was like I, it, it my old chair was very like Bond villain-esque like it has a really tall back with just like a headpiece at the back but it was like mesh back and it was very like I could turn around and be like we meet again Mr. Bond like I had that vibe going to it. <laughs> But this chair that I have right now, um, this is a like um, long hours office chair that is meant for like higher end office, 
you know, executives and stuff. And obviously it's a $1,200 chair, so it's expensive. I didn't pay $1,200. not even close. This chair uh, on the used market that's been around for 20 years, I paid $250 for it and I got a good deal on it. And when I, when I picked it up, like, it's crazy. This thing has all kinds of like levers and stuff that I don't mess with because I'm worried it's going to break. Like, it's in pretty good shape for what it is. <laughs> But I mean, it's comfortable. I can sit. I can sit here for hours, and it's it's one of those chairs. Where it's not fancy. The uh, patterns on it look like a early two thousands office secretary chair. Like it's not very attractive <laughs> to look at. I mean, it's no like Secret Lab cyberpunk chair. Like it doesn't look really cool, but it's comfortable, and I can sit on it for long periods of time and not get uncomfortable from sitting on it. So I think yeah. that's a. I think that's a big deal for. For some people, it's like, hey, find something that's comfortable. And um, honestly, even the used market for a, I know that what are the, what is the other brand called? Like, um, uh, there's Steelcase, and then there's the other one, Herman Miller. Her, no, Herman Miller. Oh. I'm talking about for like office people, like you know, higher end chairs that are more expensive, but they like last a really long time. So yeah. you can find those type of chairs used for you know three, four hundred bucks if you're gonna spend. To me personally, as someone that's you know sits on the computer a lot, I don't know anything about Secret Labs and DX Racer. I know that eventually they're gonna start falling apart because they're not like super well made. Like they're made to last for a little while. Um, I know that one of the guys on our Discord that we've known for a long time, he has a DX Racer chair and he set it for about five years. And he said, yeah, like some of the letters started coming apart and like you know it's not as comfortable as it was. He's like, it's still a nice chair, but I think he paid like almost five hundred bucks for it when he got it. Ooh. Oh wow. my god! Yeah, I think he because well, he's a big. He's like six five. He's a he's a big dude. So he had he bought like the king size version of the chair because that's the, the chair he would have to get to be comfortable. Oh, and that's yeah. one other okay, thing to keep in mind. It's like the bigger <laughs> person you are. I'm not talking about just like weight, but height. Like you're gonna need a bigger chair to fit comfortably in it because a normal like DX Racer chair is meant for someone that's between like five six and like six foot one or something like it wouldn't fit me i'd have yeah. to get like the bigger version of it right so you're gonna pay more money but if i if i was gonna drop like four or five hundred bucks on a chair i would just get a used probably Herman miller chair that's meant for hey if you're gonna be sitting in it for eight to twelve hours and like on the computer it's meant to you know have lumbar support and be comfortable instead of looking cool but but that's the same argument that i have with like rgb it's like kind of bang for your buck but also it's like comfort over looks i guess because my chair uh like even for me i'm like it's really ugly and people are like why the hell would you pay 250 for that it like looks awful and i'm like yeah but i can sit in like, it all just day wait, just wait yeah but sit on yeah it. but i can sit in it and even <laughs> sit on it. and the funny thing is is that i've had people sit on it they're like okay it's just like a regular chair and i'm like yeah but sit on it for eight hours <laughs> and then tell me how you feel and it's like okay why are you doing that anyways I'm like anyways yeah so that's the only thing i want to throw in there about yeah you know gaming chairs and chairs in general buy something that's comfortable and depends what you know hey if you only game for like an hour or two go for it buy a cool looking secret labs chair or whatever you know do it it's your money yeah exactly player choice um, so the, the next one we have we can go over these probably a little quicker but the next one is like gaming glasses and this is another one that they throw gaming on these things uh gunner is it gunner mm -hmm. yeah gunnar they, they, gunnar gunnar they sell you. They, they'll sell you some sweet fifty to one hundred fifty dollars glasses to help mm -hmm. you game better at better FPS, better aiming, <laughs> RGB, uh, guaranteed wins on Warzone. Um, <laughs> doesn't didn't Doctor Disrespect wear some crazy yeah game glasses? I, think those I, just, I never could figure out what those. Right? Were. Well, he had like some crazy like Oakley brand like something. I I can never figure out what those were, but they were some crazy gaming glasses. But 
pretty much what these glasses are supposed to do is it removes the blue tint off your screen that messes with how you sleep. It, mm-hmm. It's supposed to. They're like blue light blue glasses. Supposed to, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to negatively negatively affect like your brain and stuff. Not like where you uh, your IQ goes down or anything. It just it just helps you sleep better if you. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I think mine went down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. I actually, my wife picked up a pair when she was working from home that she mm-hmm. would wear, and I have them, and uh, I think she paid like $15 for them or yeah. something, and I even looked it up yesterday or the day before, and you can get like a pair, like two pair of these glasses for like 15 bucks. Yeah. And I guarantee you, it's all the same crap. It's a yeah. piece of plastic that filters that blue light. Yeah. And like, you don't need uh, UV protection polarized glasses <laughs> to play games on, or yeah. whatever Gunner uses to, with their stuff. I I mean, it's just a thing. But what it's a little. So, po- okay, polarization in sunglasses. I don't, I don't know how much you need that in like blue tint glasses. But as far as sunglasses go, I do wish I had polarized sunglasses. Oh, no, 100%. Because I see my eye reflection in my glasses and that annoys me. If you buy sunglasses, do not buy sunglasses unless they're polarized. Yeah. yeah. So I, I will don't never know... buy sunglasses unless they're polarized now. Yeah. I, I currently have sunglasses that are not polarized and I've had them for like two or three years and it I highly regret that <laughs> um, because I use them like almost every single day. Yeah. But like with with if you have three bright screens pointed mm-hmm. at you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would if it would actually be worth it to get polarized blue tint glasses. I was that was a joke, though. I don't think they make those. Oh, oh, no, I was oh. just I was saying okay. like it's it's like. It's just whatever crazy crap they put on those, like it's just a piece of plastic that yeah. does blue light. I mean it's oh, like yeah, yeah. it's uh and these are like cheapy, like these these glasses I have, because they like they're super stylish and <laughs> you know uh Oh dude, he looks, oh like, God, he, looks like, Clark. he looks like Kingsman. Oh yeah, yeah. he does. He's Eggsy, dude. Eggsy. <laughs> but yeah. I mean and it does make Galahad. a difference. Like putting putting these on does make a small difference, but I mean the the whole point of me putting us on there is you don't have to break the bank to buy these things. They're yeah. super cheap, and it's a piece of plastic. Yeah. Sunglasses, however, polarization that's a whole no, that's like a whole other science than just whatever these are. And um, go, don't you don't need to go buy the Gunner brand to get your FPS up. <laughs> John John when he put on his glasses, he looks like either Eggsy from Kingsman or Mike Myers from Austin Powers. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> i'm not oh i'm not 100 sure so this is the thing uh, like i think my like i have this, this is the bad thing with stuff like gunner glasses and i know you can get them but like i wouldn't mind trying something like that because having blue light glasses would be great right but i already wear glasses so i would need to get like prescription blue light glasses and then change them out it's like i'm assuming as things progress and like um blue light becomes more of a mainstream thing and people are trying to filter it out with their phones and computers and everything else like I'm well, the science on it is so wishy washy. Yeah, some people some people say that like, oh yes, a hundred percent affects your sleeping schedule. Yeah, and some people say that it has zero effect and that like the science isn't solid on it. But and you know, a hundred percent, it could just be that some people are affected by it more than others. What you know? what about the people that wear glasses but also have to leave the TV on to fall asleep? Where's the science in that? Where's the science on that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know. Illuminati confirmed, man. I don't know. So that scientists over here, where's zombie at? <laughs> Our uh, next one is going to be gaming energy drinks. This is oh not, yeah. It's oh, not yeah. really a gimmick. It's just a waste of money, in my opinion. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> that's a, not a hot take at all. 
No, it's definitely my opinion. Hundred percent my opinion. Oh I, man! When I first saw gaming energy drinks, I thought it was a joke. I'm, like, it's like I'm glad we're really? never trying to get sponsors for our show. <laughs> I mean, I I can't eat or drink any of these things, so I'm a hundred percent okay not being sponsored by G Fuel or whatever. Hey, but we can have PC now, Marcast like is... eight eight bit uh, Gatorade punch or something. Oh, <laughs> I, I do take pre workout before I lift weights, mm-hmm. but I think that is a hundred percent a different situation yeah huh oh yeah this stuff's just caffeine yeah this this is just sugar and caffeine (laughs) i I just feel like there's a lot of other ways i I know i watch one thing it's like hey coffee's a lot cheaper yeah yeah um and it's no 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 but what if it's gamer coffee Ooh, sea fuel meant to fuel you meant to (laughs) sea fuel i don't know i i am not a big energy drink fan to begin with yeah never, i was never really on that craze of drinking monsters all the time or I whatever was. i just i was yeah you, you were i was uh, deep. i was deep in the pocket uh, of last big, time i drank energy last <laughs> but, time i drank an energy drink was 2012 in high school nice it's been okay it's been two years for me since i drank energy drinks but good lord i love red bull oh man i <laughs> what i would do i would i would do some bad things for a red bull right? last <laughs> time i had a red bull was when we went and played top golf i got myself a vodka red bull because i love yeah thank you for drinking that in front of me i much appreciated that to be honest i didn't even think about it i just thought about myself and what I wanted, <laughs> did you see so me salivating <laughs> in the corner and just crying <laughs> yeah You're like, he dipped oh. his finger in it <laughs> like oh uh, <laughs> rubbed on my gums <laughs> so i i mean this is more of an opinion based than a gimmick i just feel like you could use your money it's, better oh, okay it's, it's just it's 100 percent a just, gimmick because you can go buy red bull anywhere and it's the same thing it's just it's yeah. just like oh this is for gamers because it makes you better at gaming i guarantee you it makes you worse at gaming because you probably have a heart attack when you're 30 if you drink it every yeah, day you're you're all <laughs> jacked up on mountain dew yeah hey you know what whenever whenever i was playing counter-strike and i chugged a monster red bull i also was better at counter-strike because i was jacked up on caffeine and sugar no kidding yeah yeah exactly it's just like hey you know what if you if you eat food you'll be better at life it's like oh wow Thanks for that, Captain Obvious. <laughs> if you drink water, you'll feel better. It's like, oh my god. Any other secrets you want to let us in on? Wait, but is there gaming water, though? Oh, there's I'm about sure. to be. PCMR cast-sponsored <laughs> water bottles, dude. Dasani is going to sponsor us. Yeah. Um, so our last thing, it's not a gimmick. I just wrote it on here because I... This you can throw this into some other stuff, like there's gaming. It's about gaming mice, and yeah. they can have gaming brand stuff, which we've already talked about that, but... I was going to throw some little fun facts in here because I buy cheapy mice. <laughs> and um, what you want to look out for when you buy a gaming mouse is you want to look for a mouse that has an optical sensor, not a laser. So what an optical sensor does is it takes thousands of pictures every second. Mm-hmm. And that's how it picks up where your mouse is. And a laser is a continuous laser that picks up whatever surface you're on. So if you go over like inconsistent surfaces without like a mouse pad or whatever mm-hmm. else your mouse is going to do weird things on the screen rather than an optical sensor that takes pictures so yeah. if you're going to be buying a mouse make sure you buy one with an opt and i'm sure dakota has more knowledge about this i just found this and i thought it was interesting and since i actually don't know a ton about like <laughs> sensors in mice <laughs> i was just like you're way too prepared for this did you watch a video i did yeah <laughs> I, I i went on the world wide web and i found some interesting Wait, facts. so okay so the but I, do they even make laser mice anymore because that was the thing that yeah. was like oh yeah the red no, the... pc part picker you can you can select uh 
uh, laser optical ball mouse. <laughs> ball mouse, dude. If yeah, if you were using a ball mouse, make sure you pull it out and clean it every once in a while because it gets a little dusty. <laughs> no, dude. All you gotta do is just spit on it, lube it up. No, no. But oh. well, hey, I've seen some people that are really good at shooters using a trackball with their thumb. That's impressive. If oh you're God. using yeah, a trackball yeah, and you're, really shooting, you're killing in Counter Strike, I, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm not, not even mad. mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> my, my wife uses one of those ball track mouse balls? things that, uh, yeah, at work, and it, yeah. it. it like with well, your thumb, okay, you go for like place. Yeah. for casual work, yeah. like a ball, like mouse is actually really fun and, and easy to use because you just like flick your finger. It's kind of like using a trackpad. Yeah, uh, but like she, for for but hers on is them? like that no. bowling game at the yeah. at like an arcade yeah. that has a giant. Hers <laughs> is just one giant ball, and she's like, <laughs> and whenever she rolls it, she hears dune, 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 dune. Strike <laughs> the we yeah. The Wii, Wii Sports music. Nice shot. <laughs> okay, so that was all our gimmicks that we, we thought of and found. Um, if you have any other ones that you guys can think of, let us mm-hmm. know in the Discord, and, like and we'll gluten-free, we'll chat. GMO, like vegan yeah. options, <laughs> and all the above. Hey, okay, all right, side note. As somebody who's lactose intolerant, I love all of the new vegan stuff mm-hmm. because they don't use cow milk in there. They don't use so cow like I can products. eat yeah i can eat so many things that are are labeled as vegan because mm-hmm. up until like the vegan fad nobody cared about lactose intolerant people that's true you guys are shunned we used to beat you <laughs> and send you out to the barn <laughs> <laughs> no i don't want to be there <laughs> i'm too close to Go the, cows. Milk the cows no please God. so we have a ton of questions to answer yeah so we're gonna yeah. start we're gonna start knocking these out because we have a lot um I'll go ahead and read the first one. Is from Lucid. Lucid. Yeah. Uh, also, I have a question. In all multiplayer games y'all have played, what's the worst copycat wise? Right. So y'all have already talked about games where the player base copies the pros, their builds, guns, loadout strategies, etc. What game for you is the worst offender? Um, I'll go ahead and start off. Uh, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit before. Any game with any kind of build in it. So obviously, I play a ton of League of Legends. You build your character in there you know for each game mm-hmm. and i put league of legends world of warcraft rocket league destiny 2 <clears throat> because i know when i first played started playing destiny 2 there was two guns that everybody used it was the meta yeah everybody used it and you'll hear meta a lot because yeah. that's is what it is it's the best you could get and that's what everybody uses there was two guns in in multiplayer everybody would find and use and that is it mm-hmm. same with league of legends whenever there's a championship or anything you're going to see that those those champions that are being used in the championship a lot. You're going to yeah. see people start playing them a ton and they're going to build them exact same way. Um, World of Warcraft was pretty bad because they would start blocking you out if you didn't do certain achievements. You had to have a certain achievement done and you had to do this certain thing for you to even go do raids. Yeah. And like there was some really stupid achievement you used to have to do that it was really annoying and it, they blocked you out of content if you couldn't do it. Hmm. Um. And then same with I, I've the Rocket League's not as much, but everybody used that same car. And the only reason I say that is because the pros did it, so everybody else would use the exact same car. Yeah. And when I played, which probably is why I didn't get any good at it, I would use whatever car I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I never really thought it made much of a difference, so I just kind of played with what I thought looked cool. Yeah, and uh, the spent, Batmobile and, and spent money and bought more boxes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. But did Cody, you want to go? Um, or you want me to go? Yeah. Unless John's still talking, uh, I don't. I don't play games. Okay, cool. John, did you have something <laughs> else you wanted to say? No, I was trying to think of a 
the worst copycat wise multiplayer game. I, I guess I guess I would just have to say League of Legends because I played the most, but I it's yeah. it's easy just because they have so many tournaments. I guess I don't know. Copycat wise, as in like people like copying what the pros do. I think that's yeah. yeah I think that's, that's kind of what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So worst game copycat wise is Valorant. No, I'm just kidding. It's just it's just Counter Strike <laughs> with more steps. <laughs> Anyways, so uh as far as uh saying something copycat wise so basically taking what john said and pretty much pushing that to the limit pretty much any game that's competitive and that has regular that's, that's patches better... is and has a meta is going to be a copycat like everybody i mean that's why i think twitch is so popular people watch people watch tournament streams they watch championships they watch pros play and then they just do that Right. You can go on any you can go on these popular websites, especially for like League or Counter Strike, and you see like, oh, you go watch a Counter Strike professional game. When people have money, you have the t- the counter terrace, four people buy M4s, one person buys an op, and then you go to the terror side, four people buy AKs, one person buys an op. And that's what happens every single round. Right. And the, oh, that we run out of money. Okay. We buy deagles and we buy grenades. Okay. The next round we buy like, we buy light SMGs. Right. And then we save money. We buy rifles and we buy one op. We don't ever have two or three. It's just like the meta because that's what everybody does. And that's how they're used to playing the game. I mean, I think the pros are doing it wrong. Everybody knows that deagle or sorry, that dually's <laughs> mid is the way to go. Exactly. I mean, that's how we win. That's how, so that's how we win in our silver games. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give a good example with with, with Dooley's mid. They never expected yeah. with this like meta stuff in these games, and I'm gonna use League of Legends again. Just because, like I said, I play a ton, and I pl- I try to play a character on a rink game, mm-hmm. and someone's like, "Hey, don't play him. It's not season ten anymore. It's season eleven now." Uh-huh. And I was oh like, my god! And I was like, "What?" And I have <laughs> Boom, a really good win rate. With this. I have like <laughs> I have a really good win rate playing this character, and yeah. I still do really well with him. Yeah, and they're like, "Don't play him anymore. He sucks. It's he's not, not season he's, ten he's anymore. It's not the meta. It's not the meta anymore. It's dude. not the meta anymore." It's like, and I was like, "I don't give a crap what the meta is. I'm gonna play who I want to play because that's how I'm gonna play this game." Yeah, and that it's it's it almost makes the game toxic sometimes because people just follow whatever these people mm-hmm. do, and it's like, you can't I think even... it's just league. <laughs> No, i think league is just toxic no i think that's every competitive game because any well that's the thing too is like what you're saying like any competitive game that has a meta where they have actual patches now in some cases in a lot of cases like you might have a champion that's completely overpowered or like you're playing a game and a gun's yeah. completely overpowered and everyone's gonna use it and they patch it and they like destroy it and they never fit and no one's gonna, like oh they made it like you know, double the price. They made the recoil like three times worse. They made, the, you know, they nerfed the character's health in half. It's like, okay, you probably shouldn't play that character anymore because they like nerfed him into the ground where he's not viable as a champion. Like you can play as yeah. him, but you're probably, you're already going in at a disadvantage or in Counter-Strike, hey, that gun, they made the recoil pattern like crazy. So it's really hard to shoot now. So you should wait until they, you know, fix it. So it's one of those things where any competitive game that has active patching where they actually change stuff a lot, especially something like League where they have seasons and um, WoW, like you're going to have to kind of follow the meta to a certain extent. But that doesn't mean there's some games that, especially like League, the meta will kind of set a framework for you, but player skill is what outshines most of that oh, in yeah. the game. And especially something like Counter-Strike, it's like, Oh, the deagle is garbage. I can go and get five headshots and kill the entire main team with the deagle if I know what I'm doing, if I'm good, right? If I get lucky, whatever. But that's the thing. It's like the meta only go- works to a certain extent for most games because player skill is like 90% of it. The meta might say like, oh, this character, if you put these two characters with the exact same items against each other and they just attack, like that character is going to kill the other one first. 
But if you know what you're doing, you can outplay them, then you might be able to kill them nine yeah. times out of ten if you know what you're doing. So it's like I if I'm playing that character, I'm playing the character because I know I lane against whoever I'm playing anyway. Yeah. That's getting into leak, but um Yeah. Yeah. We can move on to the player next one. skill outshines whatever the meta, meta is, is in the usually, game. usually. And it's very usually. game specific. So that's something you have to watch out for too. Because sometimes you might play and you're like, oh man, I used to play this guy, he's awesome. And then you go and you're like, Wow, he's terrible now. <laughs> Wow, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Next question is from Blue Series. He says, "What ability develop? Yeah, develop. Do you need me? Oh, to- what ability develop? Oh, okay. Oh, God, uh, it's late. <laughs> what ability <laughs> developed by your hobby has helped you uh, in real life? For example, component selection as an automation engineer. This has helped me a lot to reduce inventories, get better performance, make things more efficient, and save money to the companies I've worked for. This is an awesome question. This is an awesome question. Thank uh, you. Yes. Uh, so my answer was uh, problem solving for me. So uh, there's a, I have noticed in all of my jobs, because I've mostly worked with uh, the public mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. with like troubleshooting their issues, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, there is a serious lack of uh just basic understanding of how like one plus one equals two Mm -hmm. or like a plus b equals c so if you do an update and something doesn't work afterwards it was probably the update that caused it yeah (laughs) because like a lot of people you know for the jobs that i've worked for they're just like i just want a brand new one and i'm like okay but it worked before you did the update right they're like yeah but now it doesn't work and i'm like i know but why don't you just go do that revert to the old one yeah and they're like that would fix it and i'm like yeah if it was working before it'll probably work again like there's i've i've noticed that there's a serious lack of just like basic understanding that like there is an equation to things that got to to the current situation you're in mm-hmm. so problem solving for me um just you know yeah component building stuff like that it's it's helped me a lot in real life john do you want me to go first yeah, because I'm copying your answer. Okay, so good. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote, and it's kind of the same, kind of in the same boat as Dakota. Uh, I wrote the ability to deal with problems and have a better understanding of people in general. Uh, lots of MORPGs have tons of drama and problems with different people. That has helped me to be able to understand both sides of the story IRL. So as someone that works in, I, I work in construction, but I deal with, it's like a lot of times it's like glorified customer service. Like you have to deal with like cranky people all the time. Everyone's cranky in the industry I work in. And um, it and before this, I worked retail and I worked with uh, customer service, kind of the same thing again. So it's definitely made me understand like both sides of the coin. It's like, hey, you're like, oh, this guy came to my house and he messed something up. Maybe that guy had a bad day. Like maybe something horrible happened. You don't know. And it's like, I think just just working with people on like every different level in a company you know from like the guy that's outside working in the shop to like customer to like ceos and like all kinds of people it's definitely helped me like one be able to talk to people and be a lot more understanding and uh when people come to me be able to like uh i don't know i want to say like empathy or have compassion is like that has helped me a lot in my business and just in life too it's like hey you know what not you know some people have just like a rough time of it sometimes you know what i mean and being able to um communicate with people and just have way better communication skills because honestly a lot of people are really really bad at communicating that's probably like 
that was probably one of the biggest problems in the planet is that people do not know how to communicate with each other correctly because no you deal with a lot of hotheads and everybody does in real life you know you're driving at people road rage and all that stuff and i think just having the ability to like be calm and like be rational is like one thing that i've learned from gaming in general because i was not that person for a very long time i'm a lot more calm nowadays but uh, John's laughing right now because <laughs> he played Counter-Strike with me for years and I was not that person. But I came to found out that, wow, sometimes me yelling at people online and Counter-Strike made me be a calm, normal person in real life. So thank you, random people. I yelled at in Counter-Strike when I was 20 and 25 and 28. And um, yeah, it's one of those things that's real weird. The older I get now that I'm like, man, it's not that big a deal. Like, don't get so upset because it's, I mean, especially video games is like, eh, it sucks. Sometimes I get pissed too, but it's like, it's the only game. Why you have yeah. to be mad? Uh, be it, be a duck, <laughs> be a duck, and let all the bad stuff roll off your back. That's all I gotta say. So I don't think anybody I, gets that analogy. I kind of copy your answer a little bit. I've always been just a really good people person. Like I'm good, good dealing with people. Mm-hmm. And back when we had our old, old clan, I was kind of the middleman counselor yeah, peace, kind of peacemaker peacemaker of the group and i i just have always been good dealing with people and i feel like just playing video games has helped amplify that a little bit more like i i'm i'm when i'm not playing league of legends i'm common collected and i it i can keep my cool other than when i'm playing league of legends <laughs> and uh so i've always been just that i i just kind of repeat myself at this point but it, that's just i'm a good people person and it I've just gotten better at it, I guess. I don't really have much else other than that, I guess, for that. That's good. That's And that's why everybody yeah. in Discord knows who you are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I have gotten really good hey, at it. Hey, there's, there's been no, uh, no like, controversies or, like, wars between people, so we haven't needed it. Exactly. Nope. Exactly. All right. I'm going to read. I haven't needed a mediator. Next question. This is from Thor the Mighty, a somewhat newish person to the Discord, probably past, like, a month or two. Uh, and he wrote, fun question for the show. Now that Lucasfilm's games label is back and they are letting other studios besides EA make Star Wars games, what studio would you want to make a Star Wars game and what kind of game would you like them to make? Music to my ears. Uh, yeah. uh, let me go first because you guys are way more invested in this than I am. <laughs> um, so I think it would be really cool if Digital Extremes, the creators of Warframe, made a four-player co-op Star Wars skinned Warframe pretty much. Because Warframe's already a really cool game. It's already set in that sci-fi type universe. If they basically just made Warframe and just slapped Star Wars skins on it and like made the planets like Naboo and Tatooine and uh, Coruscant and all that stuff, like I'd be sold. How many Star Wars planets can you name, Jones? That was it. <laughs> You're struggling there. <laughs> well, the problem is all the other ones I had uh, blown up with Starkiller Base. Big yikes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, Starkiller Oh, base. yeah, that's right. I was going to go to Alderaan, but it was exploded a little bit. um the only other thing i'd say like i don't want to get too nitty-gritty that i think that would be cool basically like any kind of co-op game that's actual co-op where something like warframe is like you can actually play like four player co-op and do missions and stuff and that game already runs really well it's really smooth and if i imagine just like running around sliding shooting stuff with blasters and using lightsabers and stuff could be super cool uh it would be really cool that would be awesome Uh, and digital streams is like a pretty good development studio for would be to do something like that. They're, it's never going to yeah. happen. Cool. 
Um, the other thing I was going to say is uh, I think if the people that made Trackmania, which is actually Ubisoft, but it's a Trackmania team that specifically makes the Trackmania games, if they made a new pod racing game that was like Trackmania with custom level design and all that, it would be amazing. That would be because Trackmania itself is already like insane driving like upside down. And like if you haven't seen Trackmania, go look at it because the game itself is crazy. I think actually uh even the it's pod racing with cars yeah, it's literally like <laughs> pod racing with f1 cars the act the new track mania that's on um you play is actually free to play like single player and stuff so it's definitely worth checking out like it is really fun like kind of racing like very arcadey racing game but man if they can make a pod racing basically track mania i mean just a skinned just skin pod racing and have like anakin yippee quotes and stuff in there i think i that'd just be cool. i just want to hear the whoop, 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 he's like it's working it's I, working as a fan <laughs> of the original of the n64 mm-hmm. i would love to see another pod racing game yeah maybe yeah. for me not by track mania just because yeah. i don't want i don't play track mania but yeah. uh i would love to see another pod but, racing but game. you would if it was pod racing now this is pod racing. <laughs> i feel like pod racing is one of the most underutilized like sports well that have ever been like me well that's because everybody is on the phantom menace <laughs> no i get that people don't like the phantom Potter's menace but like you gotta agree that pod racing was, was dope the, the sound, that, that the sound part of the quality movie was in that, so awesome like the thx or whatever the hell they play in the beginning of the movie yeah. theaters is like on point like and yeah, and so the good. the idea of of literally <laughs> strapping two jet engines <laughs> next to one another attached to like some tiny little cart <laughs> that you gotta hold on to dear yeah. life for yeah. that's some, just so cool a parrot like a rope attached yeah. to your <laughs> yeah it was literally it's like, a metal it's like, it's rope like two strings and then like you're sitting in a popsicle sticks and you're like all right let's do yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right go for i it. just remember like uh in the movie the guy with the four engines that explodes yeah, yeah. like yeah. that was the fastest pod race in the game Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was the fastest pod race in the entire Not game. Sebulba? Fun fact. Sebulba! No, but you could shoot a flamethrower <laughs> out of the side of his. Oh, that's pretty sick, dude. That's I played on, the crap that's out of that on game. Steam. Dude, I love that Steam. game. Maybe we need to revisit that at some point. Have some races. Oh, it's bad. It's I'll, bad. I'll, pod I'm races. gonna. I'm, I'm gonna put it on the next video game or the video game <laughs> monthly club. game club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll, I guess I'll answer mine. I I kind of thought first off, like a really big company that has tons of money would be Blizzard, and I. Th- now, I mean, they kind of go wishwashy, but they have made like really good games, and they have the money and potential to do it. That's the only reason I wrote it on there. I know you're giving me a face, but I, if they actually put the time and effort and the money into it, they could. Yeah. Because they've done. But it. they won't. But they won't. <laughs> they will not do that. Um, obviously, I want another Kotor, which apparently they're making one. I don't know who's yeah, making it, rumored, but apparently that's rumored. Yeah, rumored that it is getting made by somebody. And then I also thought of a Dark Souls, and then Jones reminded me there was one, which is Fallen Order. <laughs> I that you played I, and beat, and you're the only one that, that has. I played and beat. Um, I want a more Dark Soulsy Star Wars. Oh, Dark Souls do you game. mean one that's adult and you can actually cut people in yes, half? Yes, I want an adult version of Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah, but too bad you'll never get that with Disney holding no, the rights. They they don't let them do anything cool because they want no. it to be for children. I want to see, I want to be able to cut stuff in half. I want it to be dark and I want it to be like, I don't know. I, it, Fallen Order was not a bad game. It just wasn't like fantastic. Was it what you wanted for a Star Wars game? No. It was disappointing to everybody to a degree. Yes. Well, even if it was, even if you thought it was a good game, it could have been better. Yeah. It was, it was held back. 
Yeah. yeah. And then I thought too, maybe like a Witcher's three style open world RPG would be really cool. Hmm. That would be dope. But not made by CD Projekt. And right <laughs> <laughs> well, they've kind of they're on the they're not doing too good right now. They made they just like, made it, a really good sci fi game. It would be really cool. To, I forgot what it's called. It wasn't that big of a to video. have to have like Witcher three style with like open world quests where you could be either like you could be a bounty hunter, Jedi, scoundrel, mm-hmm. whatever you want. But get to play in that world and just still do quests and oh, I think that'd be really wait. Cool. They have a game. It's called The Old Republic. It's an MMORPG. Have you oh, played it? No, I, the, I'm gonna have to. With the I need a sub to it. With the Clone Wars graphics, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So I chose Arcane. Mm-hmm. Right. So think of like a Dishonored style bounty hunter or spy game mm-hmm. that has those same mechanics. Either one of those would be super good and. Arcane is amazing at making games that can be played in like different ways, multiple different ways. Yeah. So it would be really cool if they were able to be given the reins and just do something magical in the Star Wars universe, because like pretty much anything Arcane does is like cool. Well, and they do it really well. well. Imagine if you're playing like a Dishonored, but you like instead of like, you know, your knife, your your knife or your little sword you have, you have like a little mini lightsaber dagger or something. Yeah. And then, oh, you want to make someone go unconscious, you like force choke them. And exactly. Like, or like force pick them up and put them down somewhere and stuff like that. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah. To like to like have somebody uh, be distracted, you could like pick up a rock and like chuck it. Oh, with the force. instead of like, yeah, instead of like blinking, you can do like a sheave spin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah (laughs) nice i like it um and then i also said uh id or machine games would either both of them would make a really good run and gun game Mm -hmm. and if they used uh the id tech engine Mm -hmm. um either one of those would be freaking awesome if they could make uh another like kind of republic commando type game Mm -hmm. you know based in like the clone wars that would be amazing so um i want them to take exactly from a republic commando that game was so amazing. I just wanted to be. Like, I wanted to. I wanted right. to, <laughs> the sarcasm is it's just thick, oozing. I, th- I think that'd be really cool though, like an actual good Star Wars running gun game. Yeah, yeah. In so the style of Republic Star Wars: Gears that, of War is what you're saying. Ugh, no. I don't want cover based. No, cover based was cool. The first game it came out mm-hmm. in Gears One, and then after that, it sucked. The division's like, wait, we're cool, right, guys? We're cool. Yeah, I I do think I do think there is a, a giant hole in the Star Wars universe for a good first person shooter. There's a giant oh. hole in the Star Wars universe for a good game. Well, yeah, the Star Killer True. base destroyed it. Yeah, <laughs> God, and again right. with Star Killer base, I know, man. All right, so our next question like is from Zombie, and that is, uh, what are some games that made you stay up late at night or not sleep at all during your childhood and adult lives? So for me, it's World of Warcraft. And not I put Monster Hunter World League of Legends, but really World of Warcraft is the one that comes to mind mm-hmm. that I actually stayed up so late that my roommate came in the next morning and he's like, why are you still awake playing that? <laughs> um, I have played this game overnight multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've woken up playing it, running into a wall <laughs> with my hand on the keyboard. <laughs> I've played it with friends where I was like, hey, where'd you go? And I came back and he is running into a door <laughs> sleeping on his computer because he fell asleep playing it. Uh, <laughs> Are you are I, you World real Warcraft. are you real gamer if you don't fall asleep on your keyboard doing playing a yeah. game? Zombie did that playing <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> so I I think World of Warcraft's definitely like 
the game that I have stayed up for. Um, Monster Hunter just came to mind because when I worked like night shift, I'd come home and stay up super late playing that. But no. when I come home at mid- when I come home at midnight, staying up to three o'clock doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, World of Warcraft for me. I mean, I've put some nights in on that one. So go Dakota because mine's longer than yours. All right. So Minecraft, obviously, everybody you know has spent night long nights playing that. But most management games, surprisingly, like I would never say that management games are like my favorite games, Mm -hmm. but pretty much any management game, if I get into it, I'm in it for hours and I will like stay up until the wee hours of the morning um, because I'm just like I'm getting lost in the sauce of like trying to build my empire. Um, The galactic empire. The the (laughs) yeah, the most recent one was Kingdoms and Castles that I played earlier Mm -hmm. last month. I think it was yeah january yeah. maybe january, december yeah that's january. <laughs> january um that game i i think i've only had i only have like 20 or 30 hours in it but i i did play that <laughs> until like i think 3 3 a.m the one night so and i don't stay up late anymore yeah. i can't physically i can't <laughs> i'm too old <laughs> yeah you're starting to get get up there all right so my answer is a little bit more drawn out because i'm one of those idiots that on the weekend still stays up late to this day so earlier um like earlier this month in january when we started the minecraft server like on the weekends probably the first couple weekends of january that we had the minecraft server up except for when the guys were visiting like i was oh okay i'm just playing minecraft and then i look and it's like 7 a.m and it's because i stayed up all night playing minecraft with <laughs> usually with zombie or whoever else so minecraft's definitely up there I'm, i know i've talked about it before that is like one of the first no, not the first time I've definitely stayed up overnight because I used to have land parties. And I feel like that's a little bit different because you're mm-hmm. kind of planning on staying up overnight. Yeah, you know? yeah you're with other people. Yeah. But yeah. playing Minecraft, I know the very first time I played it, I stayed up for like 12 hours straight playing because it, it like sucked my soul away. Um, yeah. But I have a lot. I mean, even without doing lands, like I would stay up. I mean, when I was a teenager, I never slept. Like I would stay up all night, all <laughs> yeah. the time. Um, playing Counter-Strike, yeah. playing old MMOs like Ashron's Call or MapleStory consecutively, even in my adult years, doing all of those things. I mean, John can even tell you back in the day when we play. I mean, sometimes we play Counter-Strike to like four o'clock in the morning just yeah, because I about that one. just because, you know, and that's one thing they're playing with friends. But I mean, like there's a lot of times where we'd play games really late tonight on the weekends just because that's just kind of what you did, you know, so I'm definitely, and you know, when you were younger and you played late into the night, you didn't really lose mobility like you yeah. do when you're oh, older. Man. Like it's once you hit like twenty something, like in the early twenties, if it's past one o'clock, your shots are way off, dude. Right now, <laughs> so I'm 31, and sometimes on the weekends I'll stay up really late and I'll start getting like delusional. I'm like, but this is it's yeah. there's a, definitely a massive difference between playing something like, even if you're playing something like WoW or an MMO. Versus playing Counter Strike. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not playing Counter Strike at four o'clock in the morning. So I'm gonna be garbage, way more not garbage. Anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But if you're playing something that's kind of oh. chill or whatever, then yeah, dude. Our problem was we didn't have a gaming headset with nope. gaming glasses, mm-hmm. and we didn't drink gaming. Uh, G fuel. If you had uh, energy if drinks, you had your gaming glasses on, you wouldn't have been this fatigued. That's true. Exactly. C fuel. Yeah. Any C fuel. Nice, dude. That's what it is. So yeah, even to this day, honestly. If you uh, if you are in a different time zone than the U.S., um, there's a good chance that on the weekends you will see me up because I'm usually up really late, <laughs> usually to like two or three. I try not to, but most times I'm like, ah, it's the weekend. And the next day I'm like, I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Go for it. Somebody. Next question. 
Dakota. John? John, go for it. All right. Somebody go uh, for it. Co- uh, this is from Crawl. Uh, he says, couple questions. Uh, one related to monitors, the other to GPUs. First, what is the difference between uh, GTG, or gray to gray, and MPRT, or... Oh, I had this written down somewhere. Uh, no. Motion pixel response time, I think it is. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, on monitors. And which, if either, do I care about as a gamer? And then the second question is, why is there such a difference in clock speed between um, AMD, and G- uh, AMD and NVIDIA GPUs? So the first part, uh, with the different um, monitor like response times and whatnot, uh, I copied this from the wiki Mm -hmm. because i didn't know exactly what it was at first but once i read it i was like okay it makes sense so i'll try to regurgitate that to Mm -hmm. you guys and let me know if it makes sense or not uh so gdd a gtg or greater gray response uh represents how long it takes for a pixel to change between two colors from so going from red to blue Mm -hmm. green to, to red um this is generally uh like how fast the image can change on screen this is how i interpret it um so that is like kind of the actual response time that you are looking for when you are buying a monitor i believe that's the one that's like on the box Mm -hmm. the one millisecond is like measuring gray to gray response time uh mprt represents how long a pixel is continuously visible for so this is basically known as ghosting Mm -hmm. where uh when you play something on the screen It'll you'll kind of see like a faint image of mm-hmm. it after it's gone, which is a, a no no. Yeah, that's not what you want yeah. because that you'll start seeing crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, that isn't really a problem with today's yeah. like technology. I do know on some monitors where it has like a quote unquote overclocking for mm-hmm. your refresh rate. Sometimes that will make ghosting more apparent on the display, mm-hmm. but for most people, it's not really noticeable. Um. I honestly don't know a ton about monitor technology as a whole, Mm -hmm. but if you wanted to learn more about it, um, there's a channel on YouTube called Hardware Unboxed. One of the hosts, Tim, uh, does monitor reviews, and he does really good in-depth reviews that, like, go into gray-to-gray response times, um, averages for, like, all different, like, specs for the, the monitors, you know, color accuracy, stuff like that but then also like diving into the special settings like overclocking and see how that affects it. So they go into the weeds. I don't enjoy those mm-hmm. videos because I don't personally care about monitors that much, although I probably should. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't even know so, that any of this existed until just now. Me too. <laughs> this, this is all learning for me. <laughs> I know because usually I just tell you to get like a specific monitor. It's like one millisecond. Cool. Don't know what that means, but that sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, technology today in. is... Technology today is so good that like it's really hard to buy crappy stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing too is like I remember, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember older monitors and not necessarily just monitors, but like TVs specifically. I remember when plasma TVs got really big, people were having that issue with screen oh, burn-in yeah. was like a big thing, which I think is kind of that same as the MPRT ghosting because they would have like oh you leave a you know you have a movie and you pause it for an hour and then you come back and you change the movie and you kind of like still see that like slowly image like slowly getting i know that's like a plasma tv issue for a long time mm-hmm. it's not yeah it's not the same thing as that it's the it's that was the type of technology and how it like produces the image on it yeah. and whatnot and that is still present on a lot of stuff good god 
it's like it's like you're you don't run a semi-professional podcast <laughs> it's people in the background not caring um cool so next question john do you want to take care of this one i will <laughs> um so just, <laughs> just jones's mother-in-law is in the background just like slamming dishes she's down. like these she's like you need new dishes. Yeah, and then so this, and my wife just came in here and she's like taking water bottles out of plastic packaging and putting it into my mini fridge and like it's like oh was that loud like it's like I have a really sensitive <laughs> mic that picks up everything so that's I like close the door and like turn everything off like when I'm doing podcasts and just like okay whatever sorry if that's if that's my audio still on so here funny. my bad I'm sorry guys. I'm going to try my best to cut it out. All right. Go for it, John. So this last question is from Frankie. If this was asked, let me know. I apologize. But at the moment, how, uh, what do you feel is the best value for PC gaming? CPU, GPU, etc. Also, what's everyone's th- thoughts on stuff like RGB and extra stuff like that for a setup? So, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to, I don't know anything about the first part, so I'm just going to answer the second part. <laughs> um, we kind of talked about RGB. I feel like really in the end, it's like if you have the extra money, you don't mind spending on it, go for it. It does look cool and it can look really awesome. Mm-hmm. If Maybe my mind would change if I had my computer up on my desk and I was staring at it. Yeah, maybe. Um, and if I was building something and, and uh, it was only a couple du- couple bucks more, I probably would go for the RGD, RGB just because. Yeah. But in the long run, for right now especially, I don't look at my computer. So it's to me... It is something extra that I don't necessarily need. Yeah, it's kind of um, like, like a waste because you're not using it, utilizing yeah. it. But to me, a lot of people would argue that buying super expensive headsets, headsets is, is overdoing it. Mm-hmm. But to me, I audio to me is like one of the most important things. Yeah. When it comes to watching movies, TV, anything, audio is more important than literally anything else to me. Yeah. That's what, make, that's yeah. what makes it breaks movies and games and stuff to me. So to me... You could argue that's my RGB money yeah. spender right there. Yeah. Um, and like I am willing to pay two hundred fifty dollars for a headset because I want to get incredibly good audio. Yeah. Um, and the other extra stuff like Jones and I have foot foot pads under our desk <laughs> that are awesome. We bought. <laughs> I mean, I have like a you know he- <laughs> headset stands. I have three headsets on my on my computer right now. Three different. <laughs> oh headsets. my god! We bought mouse uh, bungees. <laughs> mouse spongies i have a giant mouse pad i have we have the gaming glasses but uh they're not gaming but they're like you know the regular cheapy blue light the ones. cheap we have blue the Moba light ones. razor yeah. gunner glasses don't lie john we know but isn't that the glory of pc gaming <laughs> you get to choose where you spend your money mm-hmm. and yeah. if you want to spend extra on it yeah exactly but, because you enjoy it but there's plenty of cool extra stuff you can get and i mean i have a nice you know logitech webcam like i've spent lots of money on extra cool stuff that you know a lot of people would argue you don't need but to me i it's this is my hobby and this is what i like to do so i've spent a lot of extra so if you're gonna ask me my thoughts on extra stuff this and even rgb this is the hobby this you you do what you what you like yeah. to do with it that's why people on the pcmr reddit always post like they've spent like ten thousand dollars setting up their computer room because that's what they like to do mm-hmm. Not only yeah. do they have the money for it, apparently, but they, you know, that's, that yeah. is what, you know, some people build, build coffee tables and like crap like that. 
and it some people wait to play video games uh because they want to build a desk to put their uh pc on and that's totally fine that's that's up to that's, you monkey if you wanted if you to wanted do that to, that's hey, you haven't you haven't that's... made it off the podcast yet just because you're on the pc <laughs> if, if they want to make the, the wrong decisions and do that and have the wrong opinion i'm just kidding but uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think going to going the extra mile with some stuff is pretty is is fine, and I think that yeah. that just shows that you're interested in this hobby. And, yeah. and quite honestly, like it, I would say, not even years like a couple years ago, you'd get made fun of heavily for like, oh, you spending your money on your PC, and now it's like, oh, I just bought a PC. What do you think? Of uh, from people that yeah. you'd never expect. Yeah, I'm trying to buy a thirty ninety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but the other the first part of the question, I don't know anything about that. So, um. Okay, I'll answer that then. Yeah, because I pretty much go uh, ahead, Dakota. Yeah. So real quick, I think I think Jones and I tackled this uh, question two different ways. One way you can interpret it is what is the best value part to get right now because prices are so terrible, and then also you could interpret it as like what is the thing to buy right now because prices are so expensive. Mm-hmm. So it sounds the same. But it's like very different out things. of the most expensive parts, yeah, out of the most expensive parts, what's the best buy and or because everything is so expensive, what should I buy now? Yeah. So I like what is a better what is better to put your money into currently because some things are more expensive. Yeah, so I'll tackle the first part and I I pretty much agree with John. It's like, hey, this that the whole thing with PC and kind of our motto is like, hey, player choice is the best platform. That's why we play on PC because I can do I can hook up my ps4 controller or an xbox controller or my wii controller to my computer if i want to i can hook up all these crazy peripherals i can i can have rg no rgb i can have everything rgb like you can you know you can be like carson to only buy razor products if you want to do that go for it you know <laughs> i will say one, one more quick thing real quick on, on rgbs uh if you do want to go that avenue and i don't know a lot about this so correct me if i'm wrong but there are programs to make it run certain ways. I would definitely do a lot of research on that before you just buy whatever. Because yes, a hundred percent. If you want them, because to if be... you if you're plugging into your motherboard, your motherboard may only support certain yes. programs. So just be careful if you're going to spend the money on it. Make sure you do it right. So look it up. Make sure it's compatible. We don't sure really compa- talk about that. All. Yeah, make yeah. sure it's compatible because you don't want to just buy a bunch of random parts and then it doesn't actually work. That's what, that's what I did. I bought random cheap fans for my computer because I wanted to replace them, and they all just do ra- rainbow <laughs> colors all the time. There's no control. <laughs> which is what it is i don't it, it doesn't bother me and i don't care it's just that's just what it does so i've got yeah. a, a green case that has rainbow colors in it <laughs> nice. so <laughs> nice it is what it is okay so as far as um i i interpret this like dakota said as what can you get right now for a good value because i'm that's all I'm, what i'm about best bang for your buck so right now monitors are incredibly cheap for some reason I don't know why, maybe because yeah. it's calming down from COVID, but I know for a little while they shot up in price because everyone's working from home. A lot of people are in, like yep. improving their kind of desktops too. This is another reason why like um, PC hardware prices are still pretty crazy because a lot of people are still working from home. Um, but I just bought my wife a IPS one millisecond, gray to gray, whatever the heck Dakota just said, response <laughs> time. 1080p, uh, 144 hertz, 27 inch monitor. That's a what brand is that? I don't even know. MSI. MSI um, monitor with the really ultra thin bezel looks really nice, and it was $170 at Costco. And that I bought it like two or three weeks ago. And that monitor was like normally apparently 200 bucks, which I bought mine. It doesn't have this ultra thin bezel. It has good response time. It's an Acer, and I bought it like maybe almost two years ago, and I paid 250 for it, and that was a really good price because that was around the holidays. 
So this being like yeah. almost hundred dollars cheaper for it, and that's brand new, like a normal price. And IPS, and IPS, because your monitors, TM. Yeah, and like it looks fantastic. It's a great monitor. So um, if you are building a new PC or looking for stuff, keep in mind. And I know a lot of people have asked this in the Discord. And if you listen to my show, you know I'm like a monitor elitist a little bit. Like if you're PC gaming, <laughs> if you're PC gaming, like you should have two monitors. I know. I know, like, you want that ultra-wide. You don't. You want two monitors. I, I'm telling you right now, you want two monitors. <laughs> you do not want one monitor because you're going to be playing a game and Discord overlay is going to come up and it's going to lag your game because Discord overlay is garbage. <laughs> and you're going to be really confused <laughs> of what's happening. And you're like, man, this is the thing. If you don't ever talk to anybody and you don't communicate, maybe you can get away with one monitor. But the second you play a game and you need to, ha- you want to have a guide up, you're like, man, I really wish I had a second monitor so I could look at something else while I'm playing the game, have up Netflix, have up YouTube, anything. No. No, no, no. You're totally wrong. That keyboard that had the, the phone holder oh. on it was perfect. That's all you need. You know, it's funny you say, like, there was a point to where two monitors was good enough. I can't go back. I can't not have three monitors oh, I know. now. I have to have three monitors now. <laughs> I know, I know. I I have to have I one is just for Discord, one is for gaming, and one is for websites. Well, and that that's the thing yeah. too is like we're literally recording the podcast. I'm have my main monitor. I'm looking at you guys because we we video call each other when we record the uh, podcast. Yeah, I have our show notes on one monitor, and I have our audio recording podcast on the other yep. monitor. It's like now <laughs> yep. I could do it some other way, and I could make it work, but do I want to? Of course not. Why would I want to do that? It's like yeah. and then I have my fourth monitor that just has like a random background on that. I get to look at it. it looks nice. <laughs> it doesn't do anything but it just it's there so yeah monitors are a good price right now i'm just telling you now as someone if you're just now joining pc yeah you don't need a 144 hertz monitor for discord you don't but get it get it whatever size you want just get a 60 hertz cheap monitor because it's just for discord it doesn't really matter it's like i know john said that before it's like the little robot from rick and morty it's like what is my purpose your purpose is to display discord oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Um, the other thing i was going to say that uh storage is really crazy cheap right now it has been for a little while like mass storage um regular sata hard drives oh hard drives hard drives are they're at the cheapest SATA hard drives are like you can get like four terabytes for like 80 100 bucks it's insane even yeah and that that is they have been at the almost manufacturing cost for yeah. years. Like that is as low as they will get because that is the cost of production. Yeah. Almost. So um, yes, not only that, but I was going to say like SSDs and NVMe drives have been yep. pretty cheap too. So it's like, it is a good time to upgrade your storage. Yep. After, yeah, after um, I think it's Qualcomm and Sam- Samsung or Micron and Samsung uh, got, hit with the uh the price gouging mm-hmm. lawsuits yeah. um or what is it price fixing yeah. uh lawsuits uh, ssd prices have dropped drastically yeah. so we're now at a point where you can get uh one terabyte ss uh two and a half inch ssds for like i think the lowest i saw was like 72 dollars. Mm-hmm. so like that's crazy because they were around a hundred dollars for a long mm-hmm. time now would i recommend getting the 70 dollar ones no because they are, are DRAMless, which means that uh, under heavy loads and over time, they do get slower. Mm-hmm. So I don't recommend them. But if you do want mass storage and you want an SSD, they can be a good pickup. It's, if you're it's, fully aware that they will get worse well, over time. And it's still going to be faster than a SATA hard drive. And it'll, yeah. right, it'll still be faster than a SATA hard yeah. drive for the most yeah. part. I, th- I think in some cases they are slower. It depends on it depends on brand. Whatever. Do your research. Do your research. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, all right, Dakota. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with Jones on everything. The other thing I'm I will add is that um, out of the awfulness that is like the price hikes mm-hmm. that we've had, um, oddly enough, Intel is coming in clutch with low prices. <laughs> yeah, weird. What is happening? Um, for like, I think for two computers so mm-hmm. far, uh, we have recommended like two or three computers that people have purchased. We've recommended buying an Intel processor. Mm-hmm. One, because AMD is just not even in the market at this point because they can't make enough CPUs to sell. Yeah. But also like Intel has genuinely good prices. Yeah. Um, a lot of their processors have been discounted heavily. Now with Intel, you do have the downside of like their motherboards. It's basically one CPU per motherboard yeah. as in one like gen. you only have that one generation. Um, whereas AMD was like, oh yeah, you know, we have... Uh, B450 can support second, third, and fourth gen uh, CPUs. Mm-hmm. Intel's not like that. They're still basically one motherboard, one generation. So you have that, and you lose PCI 4.0. But honestly, if you just want a good bang for buck build, Intel's the way to go. Yeah. And like Intel is makes their processors in the U.S. So if you're in the U.S. or Canada, like prices aren't that ridiculous, and shipping is pretty decent because they're not making them overseas. Good. Cool. Well, that wraps up our questions. Yeah. I know that was a lot. Thank but... you for all the questions. Yeah, thank you. We, yeah, we were, we were kind of lagging behind, but I know last week's episode we went kind of long, so we had to wait and yeah, get them on this. This one was a little bit of a shorter episode, but um, so if you guys enjoyed this episode and our other episodes, please support us on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this allows us to bring extra content, which you already see we're going to be doing. We already since we met that first goal, we're already going to be doing the next thing. We do have other goals to get to to do even more content for y'all. Um, you can find this like all the info is on our website peaceamericast.com you can find all of our different ways to get to us Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Discord everything's on there and there's a contact form at the bottom to fill out uh, I know I even went to Patreon if you type in PCMR it's like the first thing that pops up nice yeah um, nice yeah. nice 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 well good cool beans guys yeah, thank you for listening to this episode thank you john for doing all the research and uh thank you to uh my family for showing up in the middle of the episode that was super fun thank you <laughs> and uh, having me run outside in the cold and unload the car it was super awesome appreciate that did you get did you get on your gaming uh gaming jacket yeah i put on yeah, i put on my them? gaming jacket i got my gunner shoes they actually those are limited edition i got they're actually gunner crocs <laughs> nice you've heard of elf on the shelf but have you heard of glock and a croc Psst.